117 of Checkpoint Chat. My name is Alessandro Barbosa. I'm joined as always by Matthew Figuero. There was a, not even a delay before you started there. And my headphones are quite loud. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm deaf now. Yeah. It's great. Oh, I, I do apologize. I apologize. Um, yeah, yeah, we are recording them. early on a Sunday. Uh, I had to drive home from Shani's place and you went for a run. So. I went for a, for a lovely little run. We've had nice. energetic mornings already. It's, an, it's a nice summery day. The days are long, which is just it's my mm. favorite thing. It's uh, nice uh, waking up at like seven and it's super light already. And it's it's a daytime already. You go, whoa, it's so bright. Yeah. yeah but it, and it's warm. It's the best. Yeah. Like my, my alarm, I, I'm sure you see this as well, but on iPhones, when you turn off your alarm, it tells you the temperature, which is kind of neat. It's like, good morning. Is it? it is currently blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ha. How do you even have the energy to open up your eyes to read what your screen says? By the time I'm turning it off like snooze alarm, then I'm pretty much awake. No, but what happens is when my alarm goes off, I like peep open my eyes because it's so heavy. I'm like, where's the snooze button? Oh, it's yes. right. Bam. <laughs> I don't read anything else. I, u- I usually open like one eye at a time. I'm like doing a pirate thing and I'm like, only one eye can take all this information at once. Yeah. I can't, I can't deal with all this light on my eyeballs right now. But yeah, it's like, it's like, good morning. It is currently whatever, whatever outside. And this morning, because I woke up at half past seven, I was like, it's currently 16 degrees outside. And I was like, this is fantastic. I love this. This is great. And I then it's to, like, it's going to be 28 today. I'm like, ah, no. Oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> it's, it's weird though, because we're in that in-between fr- uh, phase where it's, it's actually like very hot during the day. Mm. But then it's still kind of nippy in the evening. We, we're not, That's we're my not, favorite, yeah. Yeah, but we're, we're not quite at that. It's, it's evening, but you're still dying of heat phase. Yeah. Because um, I, I hate it in the, the like middle of summer where you get into bed and you're like, this is unbearably hot. Like, I hate everything. Uh, so, like, it being a bit nippy at night is, like, perfect for me. And then we all f- we all forget the, the other part of summer that we all hate. Mosquitoes. hey mm, I've already seen already a couple of started. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, where and did I, you even come from? What, what do mosquitoes I, do during winter, even? Yeah, they're just like chill. They hibernate and they, yeah, I don't know what they do. But like, I mean, you know, I live near like a pretty big body of water. So I get those motherfuckers like so early. Oh, shit. Like at the first, the first sight of like any rain, their eggs just hatch and it's like a fuck up. There's just (laughs) so many mosquitoes up in my business and I don't like it at all. Yeah, no, it's, that is the word. It's the noise. Like bite me all you want. I don't give a shit. But when I'm trying to sleep and this, this little thing is coming up my face, making that noise. My God. Do you ever hit <sighs> yourself? Oh, I think we've had this conversation and you laughed in my face and I was, I was offended. You ever hit yourself with a pillow in the attempt to <laughs> get a mosquito? <laughs> Not a pillow, <laughs> but I've hit myself in the face with my hand, you know, like, you know, like you, See, you, you almost <laughs> like strategically put out a certain, like you put out a certain amount of skin. So you like, the mosquito so can only land here and you ready your hand. And it's like coming at you, and then you whack your face, and then you hear it fly off. I can relate to this so so much right now. I thought I was the uh, only one. The no. best is you, know, you like literally cover everything, but you have a hand out just yes, in case. exactly. You're just, just waiting. My favorite though is like nine out of ten times you miss because it's dark oh, and mosquitoes are quick. But there's nothing more satisfying than when it just it just about lands on your ear or whatever. And you whack it, and you hear it go. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, you're like, like you got, got him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's it's really good. And 
Uh, I mean, you you know this because you've you've got Lenska sleeping next to you. But when I'm sleeping with Shani, it's like she'll be sleeping because those things don't go for her for some reason. And I'll oh, be no. like chilling, and I'll be like like hitting myself, and then she'll turn over and be like, "Are you struggling with mosquitoes?" I'm like, "What gave you that impression?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's actually the opposite. Where so look, I I can mostly deal with mosquitoes. The only time it really like if I'm asleep, they won't wake me up. I'll sleep through anything. My worst is when I'm just about to fall asleep and then one flies into my ear. Then I wake mm. up and then it's that weird phase of, oh, I'm tired, but I'm awake now and I can't fall asleep easily. But Lenska is a magnet for mosquitoes. She uh, she gets eaten alive. And I just, I, I'm shiny in this situation where I see her just like scratching and slapping. And I'm like, are you yeah. okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can relate to Lenska. It's a, it's a terrible curse. And I've read up on it because I'm like, why is this happening? And it's all to do with like your blood, blood and your, what's, can what, what's your, your blood diet. Type? It can be all sorts. <laughs> it's like, whatever, man. Those those mosquitoes just love me and I hate them. And fuck. Well, it's on, on that, do you think mosquitoes have a, have a, a preferred blood type? They, and they, they land in your skin. They're like, oh, shit, it's A negative. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh god, this is like Coke Zero. Oh, I want the this real is Coke. So bad. Yeah. Oh, o positive. <laughs> this is my champ. Mm, so mm. good. <laughs> it is also very. Know. I mean, it's satisfying. It's half satisfying and half disheartening when you hit a mosquito and it just leaves like blood behind because you're like, uh, yeah, motherfucker, revenge. It's mine. But you're also like, oh god, he bit me. Know, I'm gonna be itchy. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. I think yeah, mosquitoes, mosquitoes are. Suck the one bug that are universally hated. Find me one person. Mm. It's like, I love mosquitoes. Like spiders. I don't like them, but I know people, some people go, yeah, I love spiders. They're really cool insects or mm. arachnids, whatever. Um, no one, no one wakes up in the morning and goes, ah, what a lovely day. I love mosquitoes. Find no me one, one no person one. who says that. Like, I don't, I don't like spiders eaters, but those, those things aren't coming and buzzing in my ear at night. Thank God. <laughs> Um, no, like they just I, watch you when you sleep. <laughs> I actually don't mind if there's like a spider in my bathroom because I know that thing is catching mosquitoes. Mm. We have a a mutual understanding, you know. Yeah. I don't like you, but you are providing me a service, mm. and you providing a, a, sh- a roof over its head. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. That's, we that's, have a, a, a mutual understanding that you don't get in my space, I don't get in yours. You kill mosquitoes, mm. and that's I don't kill time. your web, and I don't murder you. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I don't murder <laughs> you. Yeah, it's it's you know. We, we've if you don't catch those mosquitoes, the cat of doom's coming out. So you better pay yeah. your rent, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the only rent you need to pay. You just need to catch those mosquitoes and keep them the fuck away from me. And then oh, I'm happy with gosh. you. Also, do <sighs> not chill on my ceiling above me while I'm trying to sleep. I will kill you. I hate that. Or I'll run away. <laughs> I probably won't kill you. I'll just run away. I, I mean, we all know I live in, in rain spider Your. mansion down here in the cottage. Although, I've, I've said this before. Since we've moved the cats here, I've seen minimal rain spiders. I think my cats are murdering them. You've you know, just good, seen appendages. Pets. I've seen appendages. But <laughs> I'll never forget one of the, f- not one of the first times, but in the early days of Lenska and I dating, I remember waking up one morning. And this is the exact thing I told you earlier. Like, you know how you have to force your eyes open to put your alarm off, okay? Mm. This is me that morning. I was busy, like woke up, whatever, but my eyes are so heavy. And I look up at the ceiling and I just see this mm. mass running across Mm-mm. it. Mm-mm. I'm, like, I'm like, oh God. But it's like sort of at the bottom of the room, like on the ceiling, whatever, like away from me. I'm like, okay, it's far. But it just keeps scuttling. Mm-mm. I'm like, oh no, oh no. And then it's above me. I'm like, well, I'm up now. <laughs> I roll out of bed. I'm like, nope. 
That is a this fucking rude awakening. This thing is going to skydive onto my head. Okay? Yeah, it's, just come, it's looking for a good angle to drop it's into gonna, your mouth. It's going to bungee jump like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so so when, even before you moved in, Lenska was staying in the, in the cottage. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So that, that it definitely is spider cottage. And I guess, yeah, mm. the cats definitely do make a difference. But some I of the rain spiders appendages. you've shown me have been some fleshy, fleshy mm. monsters. The, the rain spiders, though, they're so, like, they, they're definitely harmless. But, man, they can grow to, like, sizes, hey? Hey, I, I, I know that they're harmless, except there was one also a long time ago. So I, I am the, the scary cat in the relationship. Lenska puts him out. Even I'm the me. One, I'm the one in the chair going, ah, <laughs> stay away from me. <laughs> you're, like, you're like the uh, the house owner in Tom and Jerry who freaks Indeed. out when Jerry run. <laughs> Lenska's the one who's like, oh, just bring me like a container or whatever. Mm. There was one time she was catching a spider and I should you not, this thing was hissing at her. Like, <gasps> do not come near me. It was making, Don't it, was, lie. it wasn't a hiss, but it was like making a noise of like, do not come near me. I was like, oh yeah. God. <laughs> that is burned down the cottage territory That's for me. burned down the cottage territory. Yeah. Exactly. Like that. Uh, me both. <laughs> that, that great meme with that guy who hits the, the one spider with the broom. And as he lifts it, there's just tons of baby spiders that come up. Ah! <laughs> and he just like, it's just like him with this like blank expression. And he goes to like NASA and shoots off the, the <laughs> earth and like destroys the earth with like the Death Star. It's just like, I mean, fuck plus this. Plus there's a spider on his shoulder. Oh, no. <laughs> spiders in space. Oh, no. Why has that movie not been made yet? Spiders oh, in zero gravity. Actual, actual horror movie. Spiders aboard the International Space Station. Good Lord. I'll, I'll never forget the, uh, there was that, I, I think it was sort of like in the same vein as that movie Evolution, which is like a comedy horror type thing, but there was that one called Eight-Legged Freaks, where it was like, uh, yeah. all the spiders were radiation and big, and I'll never forget that, that scene with the trapdoor spiders, where people are running away <gasps> on this field, and those fucking oh. things are just coming out the ground and grabbing people and taking them down, I'm just like, hell no, this is my, this is, nightmare. This is my nightmare, <laughs> hell no, good lord. Shit. Yeah. Sure, also, when Frodo gets caught by that big spider, not a great time. There's a lot of big spiders in movies. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a, a fan, fan of them. Not, not a fan. A fan I also didn't like that that new Lord of the Rings game, the not not Shadow of War. No, it was Shadow of Mordor. Then it was Shadow of War. So Shadow of mm. War, you you see the big spider and they turn her into a sexy woman. What? Why? Not sure about that, but you're still a spider, so not I'm happy about this at all. Deep down, yeah. you want to parachute, a bungee jump from the ceiling onto my face, <laughs> and I'm not having it. <laughs> not having it. Uh, let's check one chat to talk about spiders in video games and spiders in video games. Spiders and then about video, video games, games where you are a spider. There should be that. That'd be cool. The, there is. There actually, there, there is a game. Um, where did I see? It's a couple of weeks ago. I don't know what it's called, but the premise is you are a spider. And I remember reading the headline, something along the lines of, you know, this this game lets you play a spider. I'm like, oh, this is a this is a trash game already. I, is, I'm calling what, was it. Was it that 2D pixel one where you play that yeah, pixel? A, yeah, that one looks then, pretty then cool. I watched, then I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, this looks cute. <laughs> it's got it's got some like dope rope physics in yeah. in that game. Yeah, I have seen dope that, and the, and the spider physics. looks kind of cute. Yeah, put that on the box. Dope rope physics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i remember seeing that game because purchase. um it was after the last of us 2 came out and you know there was ho all that interest on the uh rope physics in there mm. and i think this developer uh tweeted out was like i was inspired by the fascination with 
the rope physics in this game that I applied some principles of it to my spider game. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, no damn, that's dope. That's really cool. <laughs> dope rope physics. Should, dope rope it, should, it should just like be that. the game name, like spider and dope rope physics, the game. This is the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. Dope rope physics. <laughs> dope rope physics. No, I'll no, no. The name of the episode is is uh, Yellow Molly, Red Molly. Re- <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Yellow Molly, Red Molly. <laughs> I did enjoy... Um, Earlier this week, obviously, Matthew streams on twitch.tv slash hairy knees. If you want to go f- follow some clutch CSGO players. Listen. And I was, you see, I was working when I was watching you. I was still working. No, no. And um, I was watching you guys play CSGO and like, it was just really fun watching you guys. It was but really, think, really cool. I think you caught a good evening though, because we played last night. So what's today? Sunday. We played on Friday and Saturday evening. Mm. And let me tell you, the games you played were hot garbage. Were oh, not is good. it? <laughs> yeah, that, that felt like a close some, game. Like, yeah, it was so evenly We matched. had some really good close games. Even though we lost it, it was fun. Like, we felt good. You know? I thought well, you were going to be trash you, because, like, the, the first <laughs> six games, you were losing, like, 6-0. Six, yeah, six we were losing and I was like, oh, God. hard, and then we pulled it back together. Yeah, yeah you it's really a lot did. Of fun. When, when the game works like that, I really enjoy it. But there are times when, you're like, you're just not feeling it. The team's not communicating. You're tired. Mm. Yeah, but I, thought it, caught, I thought it'd go to a tiebreaker, but it just ends in a tie. No, yeah, you just draw. Um, in CS. Well, in professional CS, you do go yeah. to tiebreakers, yeah. They must have felt like garbage because they needed one one game to win <laughs> and you guys needed three to draw and you we pulled just that shit off. out. Oh yeah. my gosh, it was And that, that, that last clutch play, because it was like, I, I was just listening to Cello. He's like, 2v2, 2v1. <laughs> and it was like, you were the one. And I was just like, oh God. Nothing and then you nailed that guy with the more. orb and it was like 1v1. And then the last guy like legitimately had no idea where you were. No, uh, it was, it was uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the one where I, I used the orb, I got a kill, I think it was. And then, and then you picked uh, up the AK. Like, There's an AK, but I threw the orb and it landed <laughs> in the fountain. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, the sound on that map, anytime you throw anything in water, it's like whoosh. It made so much noise and you were like, oh crap. Oh God, and then he came, he came for the fountain because I don't think he knew where you were. So he's like, oh, the, but you had already placed the bomb. So he this was under big, pressure. Yeah. Big brain plays, yeah. He thought yeah. I was in the fountain. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he, yeah, I saw him just come over and he was looking in the wrong direction. Yeah. And Cello was like, he doesn't know where you are. And you were like, pa pa pa, done. That yeah. was it. And, and you were like, my heart. Then, <laughs> my heart was like pounding my ears. It was insane. It was it was but great. Yeah, clash I, I, plays. I love I love for those those CS games. Mm. Um, but yeah, other other than CS, I've been playing a little game for the last few weeks. Well, I've played it three streams. I've played it maybe let's say call it ten hours, whatever. Um, okay, a little little indie game called Among Us. I don't know mm. if you've heard of it or seen a game seen that apparently came out like almost two years ago already. Yeah, so let me, let me drink my water. Here. Yeah, so it's a, mm. so Among Us came out like. I think about two years ago, I think the devs are actually even advertising Among Us 2 already because it's so like nearly done. This this is this is my context of the game. Okay, so Cello and my friends said, you've got to stream Among Us. It's this really cool game, a lot of fun. Um, and I was like, oh, I want to... So I, I've, I played a bit of Remnant from the Ashes like a couple of weeks and I still need to get back to that. Mm-hmm. So I had every intention to finish that before I got to Among Us. But I couldn't wait because... Everywhere I looked on Twitter or local ZA streamers, people are playing Among Us. I thought, shit, okay, well, let me even let internationally, me just pick it up. yeah, even internationally. And it's it's dirt cheap. I mean, it's like 42 Rand locally, it must be one or two dollars on the store. I don't know, it's free on mobile. Um, 
it's free on mobile yeah. but yeah so when i launched the game i in my head i just thought this is a new game that's come out that's been picked up and people are enjoying it so imagine my shock when i launched the game and it's like dev note we we pleased to announce among us too i was like <laughs> this game literally just came out is this some five nights um, and freddy shit like, yeah what's i was going like on? what the hell your game's come out it's popular now you're making a sequel like trying to cash in but then i've since learned that Actually, the game's been out, like you said, for two years or so. Hmm. Um, and I think it found a player base. But I don't know who who like um, led it to popularity now, but it is, it is the Zeitgeist game where everywhere you look, I mean, it's one of the most streamed games on Twitch the last yeah. week or two. It's been top, like beating out League of Legends, Apex, Call of Duty, all these other big games. Mm. Um, I, I don't know who's responsible for that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where it kind of like started. I just know that big streamers like they, they've been streams where like big streamers are all playing together like you've got yeah. ninja um and pokimane like all playing together mm, the same um, game so i mean i, I remember seeing a, a tweet earlier this week where it was like january 2020 like 1 million players march 2020 like 1.5 fast forward to september 2020 it's like 40 million players Jeez. like it's really really taken off or e even 1 million players is like damn impressive it's a lot like, yeah. yeah so i mean over the two years like Credit to them. That is a lot Crucible of players. Crucible didn't to even have. reach ten thousand players. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whoa, that, that's some some shade right there. Poor Crucible. So Among Us is basically for those of you who don't know. Have you ever played any game where, like Werewolf, for example, where yeah. the premise is there's say seven humans and one werewolf, and the goal is to either find the werewolf or is the werewolf mm. kill off all the humans. So it it takes that and it pushes it in that you are aboard a spaceship. Uh, and I understand your confusion because um, you've seen me play similar games. Two similar man. games, actually. Yeah, yeah. You, there's Unfortunate Spaceman and there's another game called I'm Not a Monster. Where yeah. It's a similar premise where you, you're in space and the crew has to like meet a whole lot of objectives while you as the bad person in Among Us, in the case of Among Us, you are called the imposter. You're trying to kill off everyone. Imagine being those two other games and being like, what did we do wrong not to get this like, yeah, attention? Yeah, I, I can tell you what they did. Well, I'm not a not monster. Not wrong, but like, not wrong, what yeah. didn't we do? Yeah. I think Among Us just makes it, the game, very accessible, very easy to pick up. And okay. it's just a lot of fun. So the premise is you, you're, you either spawn as an imposter or as a crewmate, okay. Okay. If you are a if you are a crewmate, you have a set of tasks to do in order to win the game. So basically, your your crewmates of five players, let's say, you have to do six to ten tasks to win the round or to win the game, okay. And you, if you're the imposter, you have to kill them off before they manage to do those tasks. Um, so that's really the premise in a nutshell. Um, but as the imposter, you look like your crew. You don't have to change form or anything. So you just walk around the ship trying to stop them from doing these tasks. Um, but I think where the game really shines is that a lot of other games that I've played break because you're either like chatting to each other or whatever, but there's like a solid rule in Among Us where you're not allowed to talk mm -hmm. until you call a team meeting. Okay, so you can run past players, whatever, but like the the golden rules, like if we're in Discord, we're all mute. Okay. Okay. So so so, we, so it is like a player like the game doesn't enforce it but like through the rules no, of the game. Yeah, I, I don't think the game enforces it, but it's like you have to you keep quiet when okay. the round's happening. Okay. Okay. But a team meeting, you, so you can either as um 
a crewmate call an emergency meeting mm-hmm. or you call a meeting if you find a body. <gasps> okay. So when you call a meeting, that's when you unmute and that's when everyone talks. Okay. And this is where, where the hijinks takes place in the shenanigans. Then you're like, I then it saw is this like, player run there. And exactly. You, you, so you start have to, having to backtrack. So imagine you're playing around where, say I'm a crewmate, I've spent the last three minutes running around the map. I mean, and three minutes isn't long, but there's a lot of spots on the ship and you do a lot of tasks. Okay? Yeah. So I play for three minutes and I run into the electrical room and I find a body. I go, oh, shit, I report it. Okay. We all get to into the team meeting and then you start backtracking. So I'll say like, I found yellow in electrical. Uh, I last saw red running out of the room. But then red's mm. like, no, but that's not true. Like I was in the command center doing this task. And then you go, well, what were you doing before that? Mm. And it becomes the thing of you start trying to analyze and piecing together like, who was where, you know? Because obviously it's imposter you're trying to blend in. So if you yes, caught out, yes. you, you were like, no, no, no. Like I was doing the task in the med bay, you know? And do, and you, then, do you know what tasks every player was meant to be doing? No. Okay. No, it's, it's, completely, it's completely randomly assigned. And the tasks aren't like, I mean, I suppose it fits in the context of the game to a degree. But like a task, for example, is you go to a computer terminal and you have to upload files. And you're forced to sit still for five seconds while these files upload. Mm-hmm. Another task is sort these rocks by their shapes. It's very <laughs> quick, quick fire tasks that you just have to do around the ship. And it assigned randomly. So it forces everyone to run around the ship. Like yeah. you, don't, you don't ever sit on one side of the ship. You're constantly running around trying to do your tasks. Because as the a crewmate, you're trying to win the round. That's essentially tasks. what it's for. It's just like, yeah. yeah. So, but it, that's, that's, I think, why the game is so entertaining. Because you, like... I think why poker, for example, can be entertaining to watch is because you watch the poker face. Like, you know, look at this person. They're like playing the the whole table. They think they've got a good hand, but they don't. It's like that, but on a whole nother level of, no, like I saw you by the body. Mm -hmm. And the person plays the cards like, no, no, listen, I've got an alibi. Like, Green saw me doing the task in Medbay, for example. And then Green's like, yeah, I saw him doing that. And you start (laughs) thinking, shit, like, what the hell? Like, who is the imposter? Yeah. Um, but it's those in-between moments that make the game so entertaining because there are times when you think you know your friends. Let me tell you, you don't know your friends <laughs> <laughs> because there, there often comes a time where, say, um, there's three people left and you the split votes. Okay. So one person's like, no, no, I, sw- I swear it's them. And the other person's like, no, no, it's not me, it's them. And you the third party, you've got the deciding vote. And people like present their cases and you have to make the votes. And if you vote the wrong person, like, oh my God, like I got played. <laughs> so so what so when you have this team meeting, um, mm. are you essentially like trying Oh, yes. Like are you so voting someone to be the monster voting, or are you, you saying, vote, Okay, let's carry on because we don't know? No, no. So what what you can do, there are several things you can do. So you can either vote someone off. So it's like, I saw Red kill the body. It's definitely them. You can vote them off. They Just get ejected put them in the, the airlock. Nice. Yeah, and if they're the imposter, you win the round. And if not? However, you can then you just oh. lose that person. <laughs> Assholes. Um, so you, can, you don't have to vote. You can skip the vote as well. Oh, okay. Um, so like, and if it's say one person gets two votes and then two people skip the vote, then no one gets ejected because it's a split, whatever. Okay. Um, and how many imposters <laughs> are there usually? Is it just one or two? So, no, no. So if you play, so the game you can play five to ten people. So okay. if you're a small group, you play with one imposter. If you're a big group, you play with two imposters. 
Um, and I think if I've only played once or twice the two imposters, and that's when shit gets wild because the imposters work together. Yeah, I was so, about to ask, the, can the imposters like communicate or, or, or they, do the imposters no, no, so know who the other imposter they, is? They know who the other one ah, is. Okay. So they can't communicate in the game, but it becomes a thing of when the team meeting's called, they obviously pair up like, yeah, no, we saw yellow. Yes, and yeah. And, and because, because they know <laughs> the other one's the imposter, they just play along with whatever story. Exactly. Okay, got you. Yeah. That sounds really cool. But, it's it's very very easy to learn and it's a lot of fun because it it really just i don't know it's it's a game about lying mm-hmm. or defending yourself and it's just the, the laughs we've had the shit that's happened it's like like I, i've had rounds as imposter where i'm bad at lying like i'll come out and say it's i'm a terrible imposter no we we know um, this oh. yeah <laughs> so sorry I, just for context as an imposter you do have um a set of abilities that give you an advantage over the crewmates. Like, okay. Because it would be very difficult if you just have to run around the ship killing people and then, like, people say, oh, but I just saw in the room with that person, you're the imposter, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So as an imposter, you can jump into vents to get around the map quickly, which is still, it could still backfire. Yeah, if someone say you, watches you pop out of a vent, they go, oh, cool. Yep, that happens, definitely. But say, uh, but instances like that it's like you pop out a vent they call an emergency vet- meeting so i saw him jump out the vent and the imposter's like but i saw you jump out the vent like don't turn this on me <laughs> or or is there a possibility of like you jumping out the vent noticing that someone watched you and quickly running to them and killing them or you can do that yeah okay that's a hundred percent a viable strategy cool um but also as imposter so you can get around the map pretty quickly but you also have an, the ability to for example put the lights off which forces uh. the the crewmates, so if you put the lights off, for example, they have to go to the electrical room and restore the lights, but their cone of vision is like zero. So it becomes very easy and to And the imposter can see better the in the dark? The imposter can see perfectly. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, okay. They, they can also um, close doors, so you can trap people. Um, you can also, for example, cut off the oxygen supply, which oh is, my goodness. It's, a very, it's a very clever mechanic because then it gives the crewmates 30, I think it's 30 or 40 seconds to restore the oxygen. And they have to go to two points in the map to do that. Okay. So it forces the teams to, to split up or mm. it gives you an opportunity to isolate people. Um, and because you're not communicating, you're not going, okay, you two go there, <laughs> you two go there. It's just like no, 30 it's, seconds, it's, you've it's got to randomly. Yeah. You, it's either like trust-based or mind games of like, I mean, for example, like you could be in a room, you see someone running, you go, oh God. Please don't kill me. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> but then that person might just be watching you, be like, I'm watching you. Are you actually doing tasks? Like, Because as imposter, you, you don't do tasks. You have to just try blend in. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was trying to get at with me being an imposter, it happened one round where I'm bad in lying and that someone was saw me jump out of a... Oh, so there's one map has vents, the other map has holes. It's like an outside area. You can travel between the different holes, whatever. Okay. But then one person called an emergency meeting. He's like, I saw I saw him jump out of a hole. And my defense was, which hole did you see me jumping out of? <laughs> and then everyone just voted for me. I was like, what the hell? You guys didn't even give me a chance to put up a defense. They're like, that was your defense. <laughs> you, know, you just like admitted to it. It's like, damn it. <laughs> just bad at lying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bad at lying. Well, it's a good um, way to to weed out like your friends. Like, damn, you're a really good liar. I need to be careful about you in real life. Mm, you know? I've got some psychopathic friends who are really good. I can at imagine Chiller's really good at this. There there was one round where actually I've clipped it out where 
I vouched for cello. So remember I told you the imposter can put off the lights. Mm. I didn't realize that they, they can restore the lights because the imposter can't do any of the tasks that the crewmates can. The imposter just has to blend in, like pretend to do tasks, but they don't actually do them. Mm-hmm. However, the imposter can actually restore the lights to le- to blend in. You can kill the lights, run to the electrical box and put them on like, oh, like that's weird. See, check, I no. turned on the lights, hey. Yeah, so it happened one round where Early in the game, the lights go off. I run to the electrical room. I see them come back on. Chiller's at the electrical box. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Chiller's, Chiller's a good dude. And it happened two or three times where I saw him restore the lights. Mm. Then it comes down to, like I told you, the split vote of there's three of us left. Yeah. And then one of my poor friends is like, he's going to put up a defense. I'm like, nah, fam. I saw Cello putting the lights on. He's good. Vote <laughs> oh, this dude God. off. It turns, out, it turns out Cello's the imposter and he's just laughing. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I got played. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I knew Cello would be good at lying because, you know, when we play track mania, he'd always be like, man, I'm so trash at this I'm, track. And then you just win. So, uh, you know, uh, I can't trust <laughs> that. I can't trust that guy. I thought you were going to go the other way. So he says, I'm so good at this track, oh, that but too. he's actually trash. That too. I mean, that, that was more common. Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to win. And he's just Shit. like, doesn't even hit the top 10 because he's trash at oh track mania. Gosh, he's so trash. Speaking of track mania, there's new, there's new levels coming out soon, surely. It's yeah, been, I haven't heard about time. it, but it should be soon. Like, it should, at the very least, before the end of the year. I hope they mm. don't do the thing where it's like, hey, it's Christmas. Here's 12 ice tracks. Oh no! <laughs> I'll just uninstall the game. <laughs> just delete the game. Yeah, yeah. But before, before we get to what are you playing, um, I think if you got, if you're listening and you're looking for a good, so one thing that among us um, pivots on is having a good group of friends. I don't mm. think the experience would be nearly as good because you can you can type in game like when you have a team meeting whatever if you don't have voice chat you can type like you would on a phone whatever but i think you lose that nuance and that context and um you know not body language but the the tones of people like trying to pick up yeah you know what's what their vibes are and i think Um, when you're playing with friends you've got like you've got an understanding of how serious you're playing yeah Yeah. i think i mean i haven't i'm yet to play with strangers but i think it goes without saying that the best experience of this game is with a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're looking for a team game, it's it's so cheap. Like mm-hmm. it's like you said, it's free on mobile or it's 40 rand on Steam. So, you know, it's very easy to round up a group of friends to hop into a Discord server and just play. And it's a lot of fun. I would recommend it. Like highly recommend it. I think that's the thing that's I noticed when I was watching you play CSGO as well was like, I think I said it to you the day after. It was like, you have such a good like group of of friends playing who you seem to all have an understanding of how serious you're taking it so that's not Mm. to say oh we're playing csgo for shits and giggles like you are taking it serious to a point and you Mm. understand like when shit goes bad or pear-shaped or whatever and like no one's out there to make anyone else feel bad which is really cool Mm. like and i think even like everyone goes oh yeah just play with friends like even playing with friends like that's not always the case no for sure like i've played online games with people that i like in person and i hate them when i'm playing like online (laughs) games because they're just they're at a different level to me in terms of like how serious they want to take this and it's just like Mm. yeah that's why i don't that's why i don't play csgo with you yeah (laughs) or dota so you're like sandy why are you feeding god you're so trash at this game just uninstall oh my god (laughs) please uninstall this game god just uninstall it. No, I'm just you're like, always eh. welcome to come play CS. <laughs> I mean, I, we Defending. could have not been having this podcast. You defended the right for Checkpoint Chat to exist. 
in CSGO. I day. did. That, that really put the pressure on. Alessandro's like, listen, if you lose this game, I'm going to leave the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to clutch hard. You Although see, at I, one point I, I was can't like, fire really you, but I can clutch? quit. So You can just quit. And yeah. then that leaves us in a weird limbo. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Among Us, good time. Would recommend. But what have, what have you It looks playing? Yeah, it looks good. I, I do want to get... On, and like you said, it's like what forty, fifty bucks on Steam. So it's so cheap. I need to yeah. need to get in on that. I think it would be a fun like diversion from just mm. like other stuff. Um, just played like one evening. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've been playing. So I I didn't really get much time during this week to actually play much. But yesterday, I picked up um, Hades on Switch. So Hades, mm. interestingly. Uh, I've been playing Hades on PC for a while now. It was actually one of the first... It was one of the first games to launch at the Epic Games Store Mm. like almost two years ago now. Um, I remember the Epic Games Store was like, oh yeah, we're launching and part of our launch uh, library is the new game from Supergiant. And I was like, what the fuck? Where where did that come from? I don't know where it's come from, yeah. So it was an early access on PC for a while. Um, And then they did say that they were putting it you know, launching it in 1.0 before the end of the year, but I didn't expect it to just like shadow drop, like out of nowhere. Um, So it's out on Switch. It's on one, it's 1.0 on PC as well now. Um, And what Hades is, is essentially a, it's a roguelike. Um, Mm. You play as the son of Hades. I can't remember his name. No, it's like Zach Zagarius or whatever. And you are, yeah, you are just kind of like sick and tired of living in hell. So you are like, fuck this, I'm going to escape. Um, that, that's like the basic premise. I've I've now started realizing there's a lot more story to the game than I thought there would be. <laughs> um, so like the story is, is gated by your progress. Like when you enter new areas, it will open up new dialogue options with characters in like your home base. When you die, you mm. it's funny. When you die, you basically come back through like the gates of hell where new souls come through. And your father, yeah. Hades, is just chilling there. He's like, he's just laughing at you because he's like, he's you're like, an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to pet the three-headed dog Cerberus, which is quite cute. I quite <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, it's got this like really good of balance of like this good story, but also this like jabbing humor. Um, yeah. Like there's an overworld narrator who will narrate things, but your character can hear him. So like I got oh, to a point so yesterday good. where the narrator said something that was like a big story revelation. And the main mm. character was like, wait, what? He was like, hold on, go back there. What did you? And then the narrator was like, uh, I, I think it's the, the main character's name is Zagarius. He's like, Zagarius somehow found out about the, about this. No idea how. It's like, it's really cool. It's, it's, That's awesome. Yeah, it's got this really cool, like, like uh, breaking the fourth wall vibe to it. It's, it's quite nice. But the, the main hook for me is the just the gameplay is just so good mm. um so you before every run you uh choose like your weapon um you you gain keys on every run to unlock new weapons but you don't pick up weapons during your run so it's not like dead cells where you're continually okay. changing mm-hmm. you pick a weapon from the get-go and as you play um you find what they call boons from other gods in olympus who are basically trying to help you escape um hell so you'll get oh. like, and, and they all come with their own little conversations. So every run you'll like chat with Zeus or Poseidon or Athena or Aphrodite or, you know, all those. And all of them have specific boons that you, that they'll give to you. So when you exit an area, you usually have a 
like a choice. Uh, like you'll have like three doors that you can go um, through and each of the three doors will be like, if you take this door, you'll be rewarded with gold. If you take this door, you'll be rewarded with a boon from this God. If you take this door, you'll be rewarded with, um, you know, whatever. So you get to kind of choose what sort of like path you want to go go towards like okay cool yeah. i need more health so i'm going to take this door or i need um i need more attack power so i'm going to take this door because i might get a boon that will help my weapon or whatever um and they all stack like really really nicely uh it's all randomized but it you know just like a rogue like you you work with what you're given um and sometimes yeah. you'll have a run where you're just given like amazing things that just like yeah absolute (laughs) trash and thing and some things that like completely stack perfectly together but at the core of it is is these weapons and the weapons all play so differently that it's so satisfying to just play a new run with a new weapon so for example you've got your stock standard like sword which is just like Mm -hmm. three hit combo and then your special attack is like a small area of effect attack um uh and yeah, okay, so you've got that. And then you've got other weapons, like you've got a spear, so like a harpoon, which Ooh. gives you more ranged attack, and then you can throw it and recall it, sort of like God of War. You know what I mean? Ooh, really cool. I like that, yeah. Um, one of my favorites, actually, is a shield, which, um, so you can swipe the shield for an attack, and if you hold the button after the attack, you block. So you block any damage in front of you, but then it builds this charge, um, and as you build that charge, when you let go, you dash forward and, and hurt anything in front of oh, you. Oh, nice. So it's like this cool, like like your combat is a bit slower, but essentially what you're trying to do is get yourself in a position where you're angling a lot of enemies in a line, blocking all their attacks yeah. coming from, from in front so that you don't get hit from behind, and then just charging through all of them and hitting them, and it is so satisfying. <sighs> And then your special uh, attack I've, is like this Captain America style, throw your shield, let it bounce around the room and come back to you. Um, oh, damn. I, I've seen a bit of gameplay and we all know I would inhale this game. Oh yeah, like, 100% is your type of game. The, I mean, the last rogue, rogue like I played, um, I think it was Dead Cells. Like, mm. is that, is that and you consumed that game. Like, I consumed it like big time, yeah. So if it's anything like that, I know. It's I just know. <laughs> like I, I like Dead Cells. I still have not beaten Dead Cells once. Um, I, like I always end up bouncing off of it for some reason. I, I, it's interesting. I saw in your play activity that you had played um, Dead Cells. Recently, yeah. I was just like, Recently, yeah. one day I was just like, oh, I don't really feel like I want to dive into anything serious. I just want to, you know, pop a few rounds off of, of something. So I loaded up. I... I keep trying to get into the first Rogue Legacy and I just can't. Like, I don't know. That game just feels like incredibly difficult and also just not the type of gameplay I like because it's not it's not encouraging you to be aggressive. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Dead Souls where it does encourage me to be aggressive. Like, that is the whole yeah, point. Yeah, you like... <laughs> um, um, but yeah, uh, so but I think that I just, uh, that's how I've seen the gameplay mm. yeah so I, I think I'd really enjoy this game and you said that the performance on Switch is it's pretty good fun. yeah it's like it's it's, it's yeah. pretty great it's uh, there was a day one patch which apparently fixed up a lot of the frame rate issues but you know I've have encountered every now and then just a bit of not like super bad slowdown but like a bit of, like I can tell there's a bit of slowdown but mm. it's more than enough to live with considering I can take this thing on the go and I think it's just absolute it's also just gorgeous like 
super giant yeah. games they're always gorgeous they've got this really good like almost like this 3d on a 2d background type of look and you know it keeps the same like isometric isometric camera that you used to from bastion or transistor or pyre mm. all of the other games um and it's just like it's a super giant game through and through i definitely think it's you know, it's their best reviewed game ever. They announced on Twitter yesterday. Oh, wow. And I definitely cool. think it's their best. Like, I'm having such a great time with it. It's yeah. it's just really so good. What's also cool is that, so roguelikes often you have to make, you have to get into like a groove with, do I fight here or do I run here? You know what I mean? Mm. In Dead Cells, in Dead Cells, it's always like, do I try to get through this level as quick as I can or do I kill everything to, you know, level up? Um or yeah. in in Rogue Legacy or Spelunky, you know, um, Spelunky is literally like get through the level, try avoid combat as much as you can because there's no mm. point to it. Um, Hades is all about moving from one combat arena to another. So you can't progress to the next room without killing everyone in the room you're currently in. So it is all about the combat. There is no uh, exploration, okay, so really. The, the, yeah. the, explora- the exploration element is choosing which door to go into next you know what i mean so it's like Mm. enter a room kill everything get a reward next room and just rinse and repeat that so the the combat is like so well tuned and it is a game that is all about the combat i don't have to worry about should i be avoiding these enemies should i i just have to be like cool these are the enemies i need to kill i need to learn how they work and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna fuck them up do do you have mobility and like you can roll? Yes, you've got a dash. Or... Yeah, so okay, okay, so yeah. you've got just as a standard, you've got a single dash, and you can unlock. Um, you know, you've got you've got um permanent upgrades that persist between runs, mm. and I've unlocked like a double dash right now, and they they tie uh, into your attack. So straight off to a dash, you hit attack, you'll do a different type of attack. Um, and some boons. Stop talking. <laughs> You've sold the game to me. Stop it. Some some <laughs> boons it. from guards will be like, oh, your attack blends better with with dashes, or like, um, your damage your damage on a on a dash attack will be will be higher, or inflict this sort of um, buff, or um, like this sort of stasis effect on enemies, stuff like that. You've also got a cast. Mm. Um, so even though one of the main weapons is like an arrow, a bone arrow, you always have just yeah. a standard ranged ability and it's sort of like at at its base level it's like sort of like this gem that if you throw and it hits an enemy it's like stuck on that enemy until you kill them so you can't just like keep keep hitting it okay can't spam but then like i i got i've unlocked this permanent upgrade where the more stacks of that uh thing i've imbued in an enemy the more damage they'll take so what i try to do as soon as Uh, i get in a room is i try and like I try and like stack that on the most powerful enemy and just like burn mm. them really quickly. Um, and in some runs, I've got, I've got the ability to change that thing from just like a single arrow to like an area of an effect thing. So I can throw it down and it stacks on multiple enemies at once and then I can throw it again and double stack and then I just destroy them. Like, Stop it. You've sold the game The, ga- the game Stop is, speaking. there's so many little <laughs> complex, like not even complex, just like all these little different ways the combat like layers on top of each other. It is so mm. well thought out. And and what's cool is that every run, one weapon will be like, if you choose this weapon, you get 20% more of the, I don't know what it's called, but the currency that is that you that you use for permanent upgrades. So it encourages mm. you to be like, stay, get out of your comfort zone, use this weapon. So every run, mm. I'm basically using a different weapon. 
and I'm getting as far as normal. So it's not like, yeah. oh, I have to stick with this weapon. Otherwise, I'm not going to make any progress. Like, oh, it's fucking good, man. I've I I've beaten it. the first boss because <laughs> it's like biomes, you know. So when you beat mm. the first boss, you go to the next like area. And I haven't reached the, the boss in the second area. I keep dying, I think, just before them. Because um, in the uh, second... Do you know how many bosses there are? I have, if I look at the codex, because the codex shows like... Uh, it's got it's you know split into all sorts of things. I it looks like six. Um, okay, <laughs> but I, you got a long way. To I don't go. know if that means it's six worlds because it could be the case uh, of like, like you end a world sound, and then it's yeah. like okay now you're on the final boss. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay. But I just know the second world. It the first world is like oh I can dash wherever I want. I'm I'm safe. You know there's traps on the floor and stuff. Mm. But in the in the second world, it's like, yeah, there's traps. Also, there's lava. So, if you chill out on the lava too much, you'll just take damage. And it's like, oh. The floor is literally lava. Yeah. It's, what a game. Man. I just want to play, like, more right now. It's uh, fucking I need phenomenal. To. I mean, I definitely want to pick it up on Switch because I mm. think that is, a, I mean, like, 95% of games. The uh, Games are great on Switch. But, uh, so, I know, I know, I'm not going to talk about it this week, but I'm sort of drawing to the end of uh, Paper Mario, mm. which... I've been absolutely enjoying, but I know after Paper Mario, I still want to get to Xenoblade, and I still want to play Spirit Pharaoh. Oh yeah, <sighs> I need to still Hades play Spirit Pharaoh. <laughs> like I, yeah, that's been put on the the back burner for now, just because I was like, you know, I could have just downloaded the update on PC and played it, but mm. it was like three hundred and sixty rand on Switch because it's currently twenty percent off. It's on sale at the moment. Yeah, yeah it's twenty percent off. Um, so I was mm. like. You know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm going I, I was basically at Shawnee most of the weekend and I was like, I'm gonna take the switch and I just wanna try this out. And <laughs> man, I got so stuck into it. Shawnee was like, I can't wait to spend quality time with you. Like, get away. I'm doing another <laughs> run. <laughs> quality time is her watching Netflix and me playing games next to her. It's fantastic. That's the that's the bees news. Mm. <laughs> we also went to a new Chinese restaurant nearby you, which you should try, called Chinatown in Greenside. <laughs> yeah they, they only do takeaways and i heard for, i heard about it from our mutual hairdresser alice and oh, yeah? their menu is super limited like very very limited but boy where where is it in greenside so like i know greenside's literally one strip, so we we actually because we went and collected it like collected our order yesterday and we drove past it three times we couldn't find it so there's a there's a place on greenside um called the smoke shop and right next to it there's like a boom and if you walk in there there's like a bunch of oh so there's like yeah, yeah. a little kitchen there that is just it's just that oh is that where it is yeah fun fact the first time i ever met lenska that's where we met oh really was that in that little that, that i don't know what it was called back then what is it called i don't know it's just like this little courtyard uh, now yeah like, but there was a there was like a bar or a restaurant there where we met and we had drinks the first time we met so this is connected to a, apparently a new bar called blondie so yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, check it out. yeah, they they you can order directly from them on Instagram. Um, on Instagram, like they're not sponsoring this episode, but I had such good food there yesterday. We oh we gosh. went and took the food and sat in a park and ate, and their crispy chicken mm. and crispy beef. They yo, mm -hmm. their egg fried rice, just just straight egg fried rice, fucking blew me away. Yeah, it was so good. good. Oh my I'll god! I'll check it out. And I mean, uh, is it cheap? Um, Chinese food generally is quite. So like like the I mean, sides like egg fried rice and noodles are like thirty five rand each and the the mains like the chicken and whatever come in their own box and that's a bit pricey it's like eighty bucks but the quantity mm. there was so much food 
Is it a like Shani and I just got a main and a side each and we couldn't finish it. Like it was so much. Mm. And then we got pot stickers because I'd wanted to try the pot stickers and they were amazing as well. How was a pot sticker? They're like the little dumplings that are fried on the one the one uh, end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also they oh, have damn. unfortunate cookies, <laughs> so they're not <laughs> unfortunate cookies. Yeah, they they don't read your fortune. The for well, the fortune inside is just a roast, so you can cry and oh, eat the rest of the cookie. That is amazing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah, we went from Hades to Chinatown, but yeah, Hades must play. Hades must play Chinatown. To. Good food, must eat. Good food, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's. I think that's the games for this week. You haven't played anything else? Mm, no, I haven't. I. Nah. I don't know if I'll go back to Avengers. Like, I haven't even finished the story, and I'm just like, I just <laughs> don't care anymore. Like, I, I will admit. So I finished Avengers, and then I was listening to. Um, kind of funny so they had their review the initial review and then they did their like spoiler review they talk about the story mm-hmm. and like the post game content and it's so funny because like when they talk about the post game content and that, that grind of like getting gear and stuff like a part of me is like I really want to actually pick up the game and go play it like I actually have an itch to play it but I just can't bring myself mm. to do it mm. like uh, when I think about actually doing it I'm like hmm this game, I think this it will be good. I think it has the day. potential to be good one day. I yeah. mean, I know that they dropped a patch this week where, like, the tweet was, we've fixed over a thousand things. I was like, oh, Crazy, shit, like, yeah. that's a big patch. Um, but then it just shows you how much was wrong with the game yeah. to begin with because yeah. it was, like, graphic tweaks. It wasn't, like, a thousand balancing things. It was, like, we fixed this issue. No, that, that, issue, that game came in hot. Like, that game this, came this. in real hot. So. Yeah. But I think it's a, it's a live service game. And, I mean, Destiny like, launched in a bad spot as well, off. like an exactly. extremely bad and spot. So. The nature of live service games is that the developers will listen to the community, get the feedback, and the game ends up being better in a year or two. Unless it's Anthem. And maybe at that point, I'll revisit it. Yo, look at this man, drinking his monster. <laughs> the blue blue M. Blue M. I, I got to, yeah. in the story, I got to, they introduced Black Widow again, and then I finished her mission. Mm-hmm. and that's about it did you struggle on her mission yes i couldn't figure out yeah. why i kept it was dying a surprising difficulty curve on that mission yeah, I, just they introduce a new enemy type and they're very difficult to take down yeah they and, and it was like am i just not understanding this counter system because the counter system is is way too complicated i mm. like when it's like here's a blue circle a yellow circle and a red circle so i'm immediately my brain is like okay mm. red means i cannot block it but it's like, yeah. no, red you can if you get a perfect parry. I'm like, mm. but then for some characters, that's not the case. It's only for some no, characters. It's, it's different. Yeah, I'm just it's, like, why? There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of nuance to the nuance to the game that they don't make clear. And you only really figure it out if you do the, like the, um, the harm room thing. Training, harm room. Yeah, harm but, room. They, but they make you play a level beforehand. <sighs> so like Black Widow, I was just like, I kept dying because some of these fucking things, want that one enemy that shoots a laser. And it's like, mm. no, you can perfect parry that. I'm like, no, I can't because I keep getting hit. So either I'm not yeah. doing the perfect parry right or I, or I literally cannot block this attack. Mm. And that's the only attack this fucking enemy does. So I'm just like yeah. getting two punches in and running away and waiting. And no, I didn't mm. like her level at all. Look, you, you are, I, I do think that the one redeeming factor of the game is the story and you are pretty far in the story. But mm. I don't know. If you don't have it in you to go and wrap just, up the story. I have other games that, that I'm... Yeah. Like, I do want to wrap it up because I think the story is... Like, the story is not amazing. It's like... It's like no, a... It's, it's like a... It is 100% in line with what I'd expect from, like, a Marvel film. 
you know exactly it's 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 like a feel-good marvel yeah 100 percent. it's like you are the good guys these are the bad guys there's very little like shades of gray in between it's like this is Mm. the lines in the sand that are drawn that's it and that's it so (laughs) in blackwater's mission i fought another quote-unquote boss uh is that just Mm. like the second boss like that that woman in the in the mech suit Wow, that boss mm-hmm. fight sucked. <laughs> it was so I shit. I did it as well. It was pretty bad. So, so uh, because also, the only other boss fights I've had are Abomination and now this woman. Uh, mm, no, look, you've you've and you've you had Taskmaster, which oh, is that like sucked a as well. Boss yeah, <laughs> there was like a tutorial boss fight. There's see the thing with this game. Okay, we're not going to spend too much time on it, but like I said, I think last week, the, it it launched because it's a game as a service game. It almost just launched with the base mechanics there mm. but if you if you look at the game as a whole like holistically it is like there are only four bosses or five bosses whatever it mm. is um like not even because they obviously hold like us the way i explained it is it's it's the first film in the marvel cinematic universe okay but maybe in a year or two we will get to like to Thanos and all these other bosses, like they're going to obviously flesh out the roster. But at the moment, it is like think about you already getting to this boss. Like, mm, like the bosses are very limited. Mm. Imagine doing runs of this game, oh, grinding out in-game no. content, Mm-mm. and you're just fighting the same two or three bosses over and over again. The way it is now, like it's, I don't know. There's a lot of work to do, but I do, I do think the game will be like at least in a better space, if not really good, in a year or two. Yeah, and that's fine. I hope like, so. Yeah, it's. it's yeah. Because I, I think so I think see. their plans for like I think all all new characters coming out are free. So they won't run into the situation where like, oh, if we add more story content, we have no idea which players have which characters. So mm. so the the only one they run into an issue with is Spider Man, because he's exclusive to Spider-Man. one platform. Mm. So whatever. But the other ones that can yeah. be like, oh, That's we've right. got you know, like characters I'm keen to see in the game are are weird ones, like Doctor Strange. Like what are his powers? Mm. Like yeah. Kind of want to see that. Kind of want to see I mean, Ant-Man with his powers in there. Or yeah, will he I just mean, be Kamala Khan, I guess? So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we we spoke about this before the game came out. Um, it was a thing of how are they going to balance out this roster mm. of heroes? Like, how will it be to play as Hulk and Thor and Iron Man? And I think they did a really good job. Like, every okay, I know every character's got a little bit too much nuance with like pairing and stuff, but the characters all feel different and they do have mm. their own pros and cons whatever so i'm confident that as they build out this roster they'll do a good job but it was actually kind of surprising because at the beginning they the characters all feel like small variations on the same thing but they yeah. do flesh them out You've, and then they yeah. just go a bit I mean, the too far play, they just go like yeah. way too far um yeah. but, but avengers man i, I don't understand <sighs> we'll the see. one the one thing one of the new characters coming is hulkbuster but i'm like that's Iron Man's special what? ability. So is it is it not is it not Hawkeye and his daughter? No, that's the first one coming. Yeah, but what there was a leaked roster, like, uh. and one of them is Hulkbuster. <laughs> I'm just like, so is that just the Hulk with Iron Man armor now, or like, yeah, I don't you know, know, or are they taking Tony Stark's special ability and making the character that now? Or I'm very confused by that. I have no but idea. But I, I want to see. I, I want to see like. Doctor Strange. I want to see things like Black Panther. Um, Sham, I I actually do think there was uh, on the kind of funny podcast. Um, they were saying that 
because they they obviously voice similar concerns about you know you know the game feels a bit bare bones at the moment um but they're obviously building it out where i think like september not september october is like hawkeye and then november's his daughter i can't think of her name um, or the other way around so it's like one a month bishop something bishop i think yeah uh, is it kate kate bishop that's is the it? one yeah so they they're coming out one a month um, but they're saying it's it's weird that there was nothing in September, mm. um, and I think that they suspect that it might have been Black Panther. Mm. But due to um, Chad Bozeman's passing, they obviously held back on the concert. Yeah, I mean, I can't which, can't blame them for which that is like, at all. Yeah, like you can't blame them for that. It's unfortunate for them because maybe it was a thing mm. of like here's a game, here's Black Panther, and now we just got the ball rolling on all these other characters coming. Yeah, out. of course. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think Fortnite was in that similar situation where they were in the middle of like. Oh, rolling yeah. out their they Marvel content and I was like oh yeah. god yeah so yeah I mean the real world still happens and um, I'd rather developers be and publishers because essentially they are making mm. those decisions um, you know be cognizant of that and be like this would be a bad look this is actually not ideal you know it's not going to hurt anyone if we don't put this out so rather that than like yeah. this really gross like hey players Black Panther like two days after Chadwick Boseman yeah. died like fuck that mm. yeah no so yeah anyway wow uh, we, we spoke about avengers far far longer than i thought we were. <laughs> true that <laughs> i just brought it up and like in pass <laughs> i have a lot sure, to say about that about game it. even though i'm like playing it less and less um yeah but yeah let's get let's to about game releases so we're looking at game releases from yesterday which is september 19th already my god uh sub- christmas is coming Jesus. man Jesus. Christmas is coming. So from September 19th to September 25th? Yeah. So I'm just seeing here. Okay. It's quite a few things here. Um, some stuff. Yeah, some stuff. Uh, first thing, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim coming out on PS4. I've seen reviews going up for this game and it looks like a... Almost looks like a... Like one of those visual novel type games, like Danganronpa or something like that. Like it's got that look and yeah. feel, but I think it's like a turn-based strategy game mixed with that. Um, it's been it it yeah. got really good reviews, like really really good reviews. Okay. So it's only out on PS4. It's something that maybe I'll curiously take a look at when I'm not playing mm. something else. Um, then on September 23rd, we've got Art of Rally coming to PC. I assume that's a racing game. Um, <laughs> or it's a game about art drawing drawing games. rally like you're, you're yeah, an artist on games. the corner of a rally speed track and you have to quickly paint a picture <laughs> as the car zooms past oh 10 out of 10 would play um, then on September 24th coming to PC and Google Stadia Serious Sam 4 pew pew I've never played Serious Sam. I've Have you ever? Pl- uh, I played Serious Sam long it's, it's a lot of fun it's like mindless it's like Doom isn't it? like no, uh, yes and no. It's it's kind of like, or like just quite sh- shooting through waves of enemies okay. with ridiculous yeah. guns. But it, it it's it's like it's comfort food. It's okay. not good, but it's it's really fun. To Whenever play, I see gameplay of it, opinion. it just feels like one of those like, yeah, remember this game from twenty years ago? It's modern now. Hey, look, Duke I don't know, I don't know how it holds up today. No, um, I don't know. Sure. It it. From a visual level, does nothing for me. And I'm just like, okay, well, right you know, serious Sam. Hey. Okay. <laughs> cool, man. September 24th as well is Tears of Avia. I don't know what this is. I'm going to quickly search it. Tears of... Because it sounds like it could be it's like a cool platformer cry. thing. 
Oh god, this looks like Japanese nonsense. <laughs> wow. Just like that. 100% is Japanese nonsense. Uh, let's see if I can get a Steam page for it there. Okay. Tears of Avia is a turn-based strategy and tactics game set in the beautiful world of Esterra. Navigate through war-torn environments, discover the secrets behind ancient, long-abandoned cities, and decide where your own morality ultimately lies. Yeah. Yeah, this has got the whole, like, anime girl-style thing to it going. Set in, like, a nice. fantasy world. And almost looks like a Diablo-like. But it says turn-based, so... Mm. Wow, these are... These Turn character designs are real anime girl character designs. Like, wow. You're not enjoying the anime girls, are you? No. It just, it just looks kind of like... just looks kind of cheap. No. Yeah. Anyway. That's out. Oh, damn. Um, then also, September 24th, we've got Going Under, which looks real fun. Crikey. No, yes. <laughs> yes. Going down under. Going under. Uh, yeah. So okay, it is. It is the thing I was thinking of. So, going under is a satirical dungeon crawler about exploring the cursed ruins of failed tech startups. As an unpaid intern in the oh. dystopian city of Neo Cascadia, you wield office junkers weaponry as you make your way through the offbeat procedural dungeons beneath your company campus. So cool. I mean that that is a. That's such an interesting premise. Yeah. And it's got this like really uh like interesting color, very neon color art style to it, and it just looks ridiculous. Like like mm. they can really go stupid over the top with like tech startup dungeon crawler yeah. themes. So yeah, I'm I'm keen. There's a demo on Steam, so you can download the demo. Um but yeah, <laughs> on Steam it says planned release date, twenty fourth September, get hype. That's on there. So apparently they can make custom <laughs> release date things. So yeah. That's awesome. So that's out uh that's Damn out on PC, it. PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Cool. Oh wow. That's a lot of lot of platforms. Port Royale 4 coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One to September 25th. Sailing. I don't know. Where were the where were the first three games? <laughs> <laughs> We've on number four now. Apparently. Oh my gosh. Uh Poor and then the last big game for this week is Mafia Definitive Edition, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Oh, is that finally out? Yeah, Damn. so that's the remake Maybe of you the, played first the Mafia one. games. I'm keen to play. I never played the first Mafia and just mm. from a visual standpoint, this thing looks fucking good. Like real mm. good. Apparently the remake, though like visually it's been overhauled completely. Yeah. Can I tell you the the games for the week after this? There's only three of them, but all three are huge. It's <gasps> wait, wait, wait. What are we? It's end of it'll be end of September, early October. Yeah. So what is so it? So it will be me. Baldur's Gate three early access coming out. <gasps> oh, okay. I was like, is that out? No. Okay, but still early then access. Then yeah? Star Wars Squadrons, which <gasps> looks that really is cool. Out that soon. Yeah. And oh then and then your game of the year, or well, my game of the year, Crash Bandicoot four. It's oh about time. <laughs> you laugh. This game don't looks awesome. Putting, don't come here come putting your 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 tastes on me. How dare you? It looks amazing. I can't like, wait for that and game. Your game of the year, Crash Bandicoot. I'm like, no, that's not my that's game. That's my game of the year. Of the year. I'm it. so stoked for that game. It looks really your. good. I, I haven't even played the Insane Trilogy though, but it's your. I I can't wait for Crash. You have 4. too many games. Absolutely too many games to play. And listen, let's just like let's look back on the year. Okay. COVID hit. Okay, mm. we thought shit. Gaming this year is going to take a hit, but we've had a really good. We year. have, yeah. Like, I definitely think we. I have. think thus far, I think of many of the games I've played. I think shit. I don't actually know what will be my game of the year. There's a lot of favorites. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I mean, I mean, people are like, 
people are mad at like some of the cadence on Switch exclusives, and and I still think we we're gonna see the effects mm. of you know COVID related uh, issues year, next year. Yeah. I mean, we already have like yeah. Halo Infinite got delayed. Um, Deathloop got delayed. Was that like? <laughs> was that delayed because of COVID or because? Of COVID? I, I think so, I think developing a game, <laughs> developing a game that is meant to come out for consoles, like in the year where you suddenly have to turn everything remote. Yo, I do not. Ah oh, no. Do not envy them one bit. Uh, but yeah, I. Shall we get to to news? Yes. But yeah, yes, news. To news. Sorry, I cut you off. No, there. no, no, no. Gaming news. Let's do so this. So obviously the we, big thing we of the week. week. Holy hell! PS Five. We got release dates. We got prices. We got 5. game release dates. Um, so I think we got so much. Yeah, I think just firstly the price of that console. I mean, it was last week where where uh, we were talking about like how Sony is in a in a weird spot now because of the of Series S. Yeah. But man, they came out aggressive. Hey? They... I, I'm going to come out and apologize to everyone <laughs> because I, I I really was naysaying. People, even locally, people saying, like, well, maybe... Okay, look, the, let's be real. Some people said, no, PS5 is going to be seven, eight grand. Like, get, yeah, get no, out of fuck here. off. It's that, not happening. That wasn't There were also people happen. saying like, oh, the digital version will have to match the Series S. Uh, in price i'm like that's never happening yeah Not that wasn't gonna happen but even even people who said it'll be under 10 grand that's when i was like i don't think so mm. i mean our predictions we said 450 for the digital and then like maybe 550 for or what did we say i know i know yeah, we, were, we were different we did not predict what it was yeah i i um, think i said 500 but, and 550 so yeah but even if it came in at 450 it would have, would have been like yeah 11, i would have expected that half, yeah whatever it was yeah Okay, but then it was announced. So internationally, the price of Sony. So the discless version is three ninety nine, and the disc version is four ninety nine, which is just like I, I am gobsmacked when they released that. Mm. Uh, when they showed the pricing, I, I could not believe it. I was like, "It was huge. This yeah. is wild." And I have to believe it was a direct response to the Series S and the Series mm. X because. When the Series X came out at that price, I mean, let's be real. A lot of people were predicting the next gen of consoles to be like, no, the technology they're packing, those new hard drives, everything, it has to be like five ninety nine realistically. And then Series X, X uh, Microsoft came out and said, no, it's four ninety nine, And that was like, whoa, that's $100 cheaper. So just think about for Sony to match that, you think, how? How would yeah. they possibly match that? I think it's, the, I think it's <laughs> interesting because it's like, you know they they are matching it. It is a less powerful console. You know how, For what sure. what the what the extent of that is in real terms we don't know mm. yet. But in raw specs, it is less powerful. But like, yeah, it's it's got it's close enough that it's not as big of a gulf as like, or it's not the same scenario as the Xbox One launching less powerful console and more expensive. You know what I mean? Mm. The fact that they match price, I think the the exactly. power differential doesn't really factor into that at all. But- but my thing is like the PS5, I'd almost say, like envision them matching it because it's like, okay, maybe the hardware doesn't match up. Mm. But Microsoft came in so cheap that it makes sense to match 499. Yeah. But the, the discless version. That's the one that caught my eye. Like, yeah. The the one that, like if, if we think back on um, Xbox, when they released the discless Xbox, mm. it was $50 cheaper. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, it's a disk drive. It's not. It's not like expensive. It's costly, yeah. obviously, but it's not that big a deal. But for them to say to to shave off a hundred twenty percent of the price, yeah, it's it's insane. And 
like this is this is where I am now um, in the whole next gen console war, whatever you want to call it. You can enter the you can buy into next gen for two ninety nine, which is fine. Like the the series is very affordable. Not taking away from that, like very very affordable console, great for entry level or even if you're just a casual gamer, whatever. Like it's there's a market for it. Mm-hmm. But if you wait or you save and you pay $100 extra, mm-hmm. you are getting that full leap into next gen with the SSD, the better visuals, everything, which is just insane. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think overseas, the, you know, I think Sony's price like aggressiveness was really on the digital one because I have mm. to suspect that it was only like a $50 difference, like a $450 and, no, exactly. a, and, a four yeah. and a $500 gap. But then with the Series X pricing, they were like, we need to close that gap. So, I mean, mm. $100 is still a lot of money, but when you when you start really then comparing the two, because the discless PS5 is no different to the normal PS5 in terms of power and performance no, exactly. and stuff. So it's like, yeah. hmm, you know, you start yeah, that- start doing that math. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like you you just pay that hundred dollars extra, mm. you technically getting the full real mm-hmm. deal, just minus a disk drive. Which you know, like, is that really a loss mm. for you? It depends. Some people really want to collect the physical media, but I, shit, I I don't know. I, I'm like completely. I was gobsmacked, and I'm still gobsmacked that that's the next gen price. I do think Microsoft. Like at the time, I was like, oh, Microsoft's in trouble. But then when I thought about it, I mean, I st- I I do think the pricing still puts them in a weird spot now. Um, but I think mm. Microsoft still has a lot to offer at their their lower price point because you know tw- Twitter is Twitter. Everyone loves going on about like <laughs> I want the console with 120 frames and 4K and whatever. But the large majority mm. of people who are looking at the specs and using them to argue their point, you know, for getting one or the other, don't even have the TVs that support those capabilities. No, and that's where the Series S starts making a lot of sense to me. It's like yeah. it is the lowest barrier to entry into next gen. And it will work mm. with the majority of what people have in their, you know, their living rooms. Exactly. And so, and especially overseas where you have the payment plan um, mm. that, you know, like you can get a Series S and Game Pass for $30 a month. It's like, yeah, yeah, that is, that, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And even locally, it's kind of a weird thing because the Series S is 7,000. The discless PS5 is 10,000. Uh, Two thousand rand. So it's a big three thousand rand is a lot of money. You know, it's it's different yeah. to the jump between the ten thousand and the twelve thousand uh, for the discless and the digital PS Five, which is also a hundred dollar gap. So it mm. just shows Microsoft locally got aggressive with the Series S as well. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think if you're looking in terms of the way you know prices are locally, I mean, we we've seen now that Sony, as part of the reveal, they are pushing towards the seventy dollar price point for games uh demon mm. souls is going to be 70 dollars. the ultimate version of miles morales is going to be 70 dollars, um and that's already translated to games that are around like 1400 rand locally so you start looking at the series yeah. s and you go cool that's got games pass and it's a cheaper console you know i think there's still it's not a down and out situation is what i'm trying to say yeah oh, no 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 yeah no no to be clear i, I just no, f- not for one moment do I think like shit. Microsoft's out of the run. Oh yeah, definitely like, not. Not yeah. at all. I mean, the Series S is like unreal value for money. Mm. I mean, it's the like you've just said, it's the perfect entry level into the next gen because maybe you don't have the TV or the right setup, or you don't need it. But you yeah. can buy that. You don't need it, yeah. But you can buy that that console with Game Pass 
and it's very affordable. Mm. And you know, for the ne- next few years at least, that the Series S does pack a, a punch. Mm-hmm. It will support all the games coming out. You know, it, obviously you're losing out on exclusives, but mm-hmm. I mean, do you really care, care for Demon Souls or Miles Morales mm. or any of the PS4 games? No, I mean, the PS games, maybe not. You just want to play the new Call of Duty, the new Assassin's Creed. So like, that's fine. Yeah, and it's you know? on so, there, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I say this from the perspective of someone who I've pre-ordered a PS5 and I don't think I'll, <laughs> I, I don't think I'll pre-order. You fan yeah. or you show? <laughs> I don't think I'll pre-order an Xbox because like I, I know for a fact that I will get a Series S eventually or a, a Series X, mm-hmm. I mean, but like at, I looked at the, the, the launch lineup and there's nothing on the Series X at launch that I A, can't play on my PC or, mm. you know, like absolutely need a Series X for. But again, I've got yeah. a PC that costs a lot yeah. more than any of these consoles and that's not a common, you know, a common thing. So I understand my scenario is different to a lot of other people's and exactly. a lot of other people are like, I've got one next-gen console and no PC and I just want to upgrade to the next-gen. What is the easiest way for me to do that? They look at the PS5 digital and they look at the Series S and I think there's still a lot of leeway as to which way you lean in that that scenario. Well, look, to to be clear, I'm in the same position as you in that I'm very fortunate that I have spent the money and that I have a proper gaming PC. Mm. So I'm not missing out on anything Xbox. Like there's yet to be a game announce where it's like well it's actually coming to xbox and not pc like that's not what the approach is Mm -hmm. anymore um but it is a thing of if i didn't have the pc i would have been having a completely different uh, conversation because now that i have a pc i know i'm gonna go playstation 5 like there's no no discussion if i didn't have my pc though if if this generation is happening in a year or two and i didn't have my pc i'm at the point in my life where it is a thing of like well, I, am I saving to buy a property, for example? Mm-hmm. Are Lens and I going to have kids? Like, I can't be throwing around big money on consoles. Mm-hmm. I would go for the Series S, mm. like definitely, because it's it's a good entry level and I'd get Game Pass Exactly, with it. yeah. So, I mean, and then like fact in what you said earlier, Demon's Souls and Miles Morales, $70. $1,400 lot of money. Rand is like, it is a lot of it's money. It's a lot of money. Okay. And, and Sony, Sony outright said they are not coming out with a Game Pass competitor. No. Yeah. So I mean, and comparatively, Game Pass, 150 rand a month. I can get like, okay, it's what, like 1617 a yeah. year annually. I could almost get a whole year of Game Pass for the cost of one PS5. Oh, someone game. did the calculation on Twitter. They said <laughs> if, you, if you want to buy the four, the four PlayStation exclusives that are on offer at launch mm-hmm. with the PS5. So that's Demon's Souls, Miles Morales, uh, that, that uh, Sackboy game, and Destruction mm-hmm. All-Stars. So those four. Those mm. four, in cost, are the equivalent of thirty-three months of Game Pass, and th- and that's yeah. where it starts and coming like apart for exactly, me. Like, yeah. so this is where, like, the next gen is. It's so interesting that it's very up in the air still. Of, I can't tell you who who will win, whatever, because, like we've said many times now, Sony and Microsoft just have different approaches, yeah. and I don't know which is the right approach. No. Um, but in terms of value, like Xbox undoubtedly, I mean, even the fact that they have the proper payment plan mm. is like they're making gaming very accessible to people. And at the end of the day, I don't think they care about where you're playing exactly. Game Pass as long 100%. as you've got it. Like if you're playing on PC or on Xbox, whatever, I mean, 
we've got X Cloud coming. Mm. They don't give a shit. I mean, we you we know, literally said we are, both of us are in a position where we don't want Xbox consoles because we have PC. And for Microsoft, they're going perfect because you are still <laughs> subscribing to Game Pass. You are still playing Full games on on Windows machines. <laughs> like they don't care. Like exactly. And and, and like care. you said, I don't know which approach is is the one that will win because Sony's come out and said we literally cannot afford to offer a service like Game Pass because it will eat into our profits too much. Like Jim mm. Ryan says, it is not feasible financially for us to do that. Yeah. And Microsoft have said, Game Pass isn't making them a lot of money right now, but they're looking at the long term. So eventually mm. there will come this point where it's like, Sony is spending hundreds of millions on these first party you know, exclusives and putting them mm. out there at a premium price and saying, you know, this is at a premium price because you get a premium product. And Microsoft is saying, yeah. we, you know, if Microsoft starts coming out with games that start rivaling that premium experience and going, it's on Game Pass, yeah. Sony is in a weird space then. Like, Yeah, that, that's, that's my thing of like, we've been holding out, waiting for Xbox to put out, like no offense to any games on Xbox One, but like they haven't had the, the first party mm, it's not the same. Uh, lineup yeah. that Sony. It's not the same, like call a spade a spade. But if they've come out now with this gen and they've got these these hits on the line, like along the, the lines of Bloodborne mm. and God of War, then it is a thing of, well, sorry, Sony, like I'm getting these premium experiences on Xbox and it's on Game yeah. Pass. Like, but look, in Sony's defense, I know they're not offering a Game Pass-like service, but I do think, I mean, along with the PS5 pricing that they announced, um, PS Plus I don't know what it's called, but it's like PS Plus, is it PS Plus Extra? No, Collection. It is. Collection. Mm. And you get, that might mean nothing to you or me because we've played most of these games. But if you've got a PS5 and you're a PS Plus subscriber, you've got access to like 20, I don't know what the number is, but it's like 15 or 20 PS4 games, really yeah. good games from PS4. And it's not just PS4 exclusives. Mm -hmm. Like there's Mortal Kombat X there, there's Arkham Knight. There's like some big games on oh, there, yeah, including sure. Bloodborne, God of War. I mean, that it's not Game Pass, but that's... It's something. It's the same sort of yeah. concept. And I do think that not now maybe but in two three years maybe they will say okay well we're putting demon souls on this playstation plus product mm. because you know whatever i it's, do it's i do think if I, if I look at that service because i haven't really explained you know beyond the games that they showed off um how yeah. that thing will work so to me i imagine they're going okay we can't compete with microsoft and put our exclusives on a subscription service on day one but we can yeah. maybe put them there two years after the fact. So like exactly. if, it's like a hybrid. Yeah, if two years after now you get like Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding put on there, like that's cool. Because if you haven't got to those yeah. games yet, you know, you sub to this, as far as I can tell, it's just like an add-on for PS Plus. So it won't be an extra cost. Mm, like it's not an extra that's a, cost. That's yeah. a rad benefit. And I think that in itself, you know, it's not day and date, but it's it's something that they can offer that, you know, inches in on exactly. Microsoft's ground there. So, I mean, and and you mean to tell me that after a year or two, they're not going to add The Last of yeah. Us to Ghost of I definitely Death think Stranding. it like will the, be there, yeah. The games on there now are, are the hits of like two, three mm. years ago. Mm. So, I, I honestly see them adding that. And I do see them at some point adding PS5 games to that. Like, I think realistically, they might have to. Yeah. You know, to give give them that little edge, or whatever, and push people. Yeah, I, I think I think if they just keep revenue, it to PS4 so. exclusives, that would be a waste of that service, and it will dry yeah. up very quickly. So, yeah, I mm. I imagine I think the best case scenario for that service is like a two year 
laps on because right now they do that for PS Now. They put the exclusives on PlayStation Now, you know, a few uh, like a year or so after the fact. But PlayStation mm. Now is not offered everywhere. So if this is a way to like bridge no. that gap, that's cool. You know what I mean? So yeah. let's. But see, this is mm-hmm. this is what I don't understand is that um, Sony. I mean, Microsoft have Xbox Game Pass. PlayStation Now is a very similar service. Yeah, I'm not sure um, why they don't offer it in more countries because of the fact that you can download yeah. the games. Like, But if they're saying like they can't sustain that sort of model, they technically have a model yeah. very similar to Game Pass. Maybe not as extensive, but I it's think there, they're just talking so about... I, 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 th- I mean, the big draw of Game Pass is day and date exclusives, you know? Mm. Yeah, true. And I don't think, you know, like, like we said last week, PlayStation is Sony's biggest earner. Xbox is not exactly, Microsoft, yeah. so they can afford to take a profits <laughs> hit. But like, you imagine trying to have that that discussion at Sony, being like, "Hey, you know, we're going to take our most profitable exclusives and make them free on the subscription service on day one." Like, I I totally agree yeah. with I I see where Jim Ryan's coming from. It's like financially, they just can't. They they literally they do cannot it, yeah. do that. So especially with the amount of money they they pouring into the exclusives, so. Mm. You know what? It's two different no, this, philosophies, this, and I'm curious to see how they both, you know. And this 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 brings into to question the conversation of do you go discless? Or, yeah, as well. Yeah. You know, because as big as Sony, oh, like I was, I was telling Lenska about it, say because she was saying like, um, do you, are you going digital? Or are you going disc? And I said I, I don't know. Like I want to save the money now, but it might be worth going mm. disc purely because like I don't buy physical games hardly ever. But the reality is that. As big as Sony are, they could fluff this generation, yeah. and they could they could not have a next gen console. I don't think it'll yeah, happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll it's happen. Very unlikely, yeah. but that is a conversation of like their digital services could dry up. They could not exist, and then you've got nothing to show yeah. for it. So I don't know. It's, I, it's I pre-ordered a, a disc one purely because when I went to pre-order, the digital one was sold out, and I was like, <laughs> you "Well, sent from your Sony fuck. yacht." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Well, fuck." I was gonna go for digital, but guess I'm getting that thick boy now. Um, thick, thick boy. boy. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about the disc one is that it's not. Yeah, it bugs me it so much. <laughs> it's so. Also, I I saw. I mean, now that now that all this information is out there, like we've got proper photos and dimensions of the PS5. That thing is so tall. It's massive. It is, so even when you Holy put it horizontally, hell. it is just long. It's a long boy. Like it's, it's yeah. Both boy. of the next gen consoles, like the Series X and the <sighs> PS5, are big chunky consoles, and I absolutely mm. love it about them. Like, and then the Series S is this. Little yeah, boy. it really is <laughs> tiny. It's so cute. It's yeah. I but it's really nice. I, I love like I love it. that the PS5 okay. and the the Series X are just like really they like borderline big ITX PC builds right now, and like mm. absolutely love it. I'd rather take that than the PS4 Pro situation where that thing is so fucking compact. And it's so loud because it can't expel <laughs> the heat. Like, I don't give, give me a give me a PC tower that is quiet. I will take that any day, any day. Yeah. Um. I I love the memes that have. Listen, we, we can thank Sony for the memes that have come out of yeah. this of the the loud PlayStation. I've seen memes where it's like about to play me before playing COD with the boys. They put the PlayStation on. It sounds like it's taking Dude. off, and then the person like fries an egg <laughs> on the console. <laughs> that game when I boot up Avengers <laughs> so is. Good. I mean, the console is unreal. Yeah, It's really something. It's so bad. And I think it it really started becoming an issue now late in this gen. But like, it's a thing that Sony cannot repeat because it is so obnoxiously bad. 
Um, especially when this the, the Xbox One X does not have that problem. Um, so, mm. yeah. Uh, so, other quick PS5 okay. news since we spent like half an hour talking about that. Um, <laughs> That's a good conversation to have. Though. They yeah. showed off... I mean, that, that, that conference was just like games, games, games. Um, mm. Demon's Souls is coming out at launch. It is on PlayStation 5. Uh, exclusively on PS5. It looks really good. I'm super hyped for that. Um, The other big thing that Sony buried, uh, they didn't really say it during their conference, but like left it to be like dug up after the fact is that a lot of their exclusives are now cross-gen, which is super weird considering their comments earlier this year where they were like, we believe in generations. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, So definitely looked like Uh, Sony was getting cheap PR points against Microsoft who were pushing cross-gen heavily when in fact all of yeah. their games are going to be cross-gen as well. Um, but how cheeky though, because like after the fact, I, I was shocked because I go to Insomniac's Twitter, it's like, oh, hey, Miles Morales coming to mm-hmm. PS4 too. And I was like, but but they marketed mm-hmm. it as like an exclusive launch mm-hmm. title. And the one, the one that really shocked me, like Miles Morales I can kind of expect because it's like built in the same yeah. sort of engine, whatever. But then when they came out to set uh, Horizon Forbidden yeah. West, also PS4 That game, was the big was like, one for me. What? Like, how? Because I, I could expect it I for the we games that... All in I could expect gen. it for the games that were, like, exclusive at launch. Yeah. But, like, Forbidden West is a 2021 game. So I thought by then exactly. they would have, like, made the cut. Like, I understand it from a business perspective. And, again, I think it's mm. still a good thing because, like, it gives people who don't have the money to upgrade you know, within the first year, the chance mm. to still play these games. So from a consumer perspective, it's great. I just hate how Sony used it as a counter-marketing point against Microsoft and basically exactly. fed this fire of like cross-gen is holding current-gen back when they are, you know, they didn't flip the switch like recently. They knew from the get-go that this was going to be mm. the case. So I just, yeah, from that perspective, I think it's like really slimy from Sony's perspective. Well, Look, it's it's those two games alone that I'm aware of. Uh, it's also, um, I think right now the only the only confirmed PS5 exclusive is Demon Souls. It's Demon Souls. Yeah. See, my thing is okay. So maybe maybe Horizon and uh, Miles Morales are like the the middle ground mm. between these two generations. But like, I I'd be even more shocked if. So God of War 2 also announced, by the way. Like, mm. we knew it was coming, but they teased it. They showed logo. God of War, Ragnarok. If, yeah. if they were to come out and say, oh, God of War 2 on yeah. PS4, then I'd be like, that's no, a like, problem, yeah. You know, like, get out now. Um, but I think that is 100% a PS5 exclusive. It's weird, though, that they put the um, 2021 on there as well. I'm like, also, I don't I, I do see, that see that happening. I do see that coming out in 2021. I, I, I don't Although see I Horizon and God say, of War out in the same year. Like, I just no. don't. I also don't see that the same year, but somebody did point out like maybe God of War 2 is going the Miles Morales route mm. where it's like a, it's a sequel, but it's not a big sequel. And I'm like, I don't could know. Be. Could be. It could be, but I, I, I just, I don't know. Like God of War to me, and this isn't a knock against Spider-Man at all, but it seems to be like the, the more important franchise mm. in that sense of like, no, they need to have a standalone PS5. I'm, I'm just curious if they put out all this, I mean, if they put out Miles Morales, I mean, they are at launch. And then Insomniac said um, Ratchet and Clank is within launch window. So that could be within the first year of the console. And then they put Horizon yeah. out. And then they put God of War out. Like, that's a banging first year. Like, 
but what oh, happens yeah, in no the doubt. next two, three years? Like, that's all their tentpole franchises. Like, hmm. I'm sure. That, I mean, then, no, but then you have to think, like, what will Naughty Dog yeah, do? Yeah, that's, but that's like the only big first party studio that's, left with something, then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I still don't I think don't it will all come out in 2021. I think even no. from a business perspective, it makes sense to spread that stuff out a little bit more. Mm. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so Demon Souls <laughs> coming out. Um, we got another. We got a, an extended gameplay look at Miles Morales, which looks incredible. Like it looks like yeah, that thing's I've coming to PS4. Off, but fuck, it looks good. Like I've I've just come off Spider Man, so I know exactly what the game looks mm. like, what it feels like, and let me tell you, the gameplay I saw from Miles Morales, that combat. Cool. Looks so flashy and so And his good. new abilities, like his um, yeah. abilities to generate like electricity and go invisible, like mm. really, really good. Uh, I, I was actually thinking, I had a weird shower thought the other day. I was like, how must Peter Parker feel about this dude? He's Spider-Man. He's mm. dope. Okay. He's really cool. One of the coolest superheroes. Then this Miles Morales dude comes along. He's got the same powers, plus a whole <laughs> lot of other cool shit. It's like, shit. why don't I like, have that? You become old yeah. school, dude. Like, you're so old. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I'm super keen for that game. They also announced that um the Ultimate Edition will have a remaster of Spider-Man, you know, the original Spider-Man from PS4, which will include things like ray tracing oh, and new cool. assets and stuff. And this is where it gets a bit confusing. Um Spider-Man PS4, obviously you can play it on PS5 and get backwards compatible, but Sony is not explicitly saying whether you can just upgrade your copy to you know, the remastered uh, version without buying the $70 version of Miles Morales, which immediately is exactly the situation with Control, which we all know people oh, people no. shat on Control for that. And, you know, the situation around Spider-Man seems identical and there's not much kerfuffle being made about it. And I think it's kind of bad. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I get that it's extra work, it's imagine. extra assets, extra ray tracing, you know, all that. But... There's this precedent set again by Microsoft that that is like, yeah, this is all free. So the mind share is like, this should be free. So mm. uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how that shakes out because that could be strange. Yeah. Um, thankfully, Weird. locally, the difference between the two, I mean, getting Miles Morales alone overseas is $50 and the Ultimate Edition is 70 But locally, the, the price difference is only 100 Rand. So to me... That's a oh, no-brainer. Okay. Just get the That's ultimate edition. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, if you're spending a thousand two hundred rand on a game, you can spend the hundred rand more to just get the remaster. <laughs> like, whatever. Just eat two minute noodles for a week. Yeah, It'll exactly. be fun. It's fun. Uh, we got to look at Final Fantasy 16, which will be a console ex- timed console exclusive on PS5 and also come to PC. Um, similar to how Final Fantasy 7 remake uh, is doing it. Um, mm. I don't know. I I'm not huge uh, into the fancy like the high fantasy Final Fantasies. What did What did you think of that trailer? Did it didn't it really stir much in me, but can, it's not my type of Final you, Fantasy. So no, but look, even even as a big Final Fantasy fan, their trailers they're man, really uh, good trailers. I don't know yeah. what it is. No, 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 look, visually the trailers are good, but in terms of tone and like trying to tell you what the game's about, they are awful. Mm. All I see, it's like very. I don't know. Like, I can't even explain. Um, but there's something about the game so again as a big Final Fantasy fan even I'm like I don't know if I like what I Mm -hmm. saw like I'm excited for Final Fantasy 16 don't get me wrong but it's just weird because it looks like the protagonist is like vanilla protagonist looks kind of like 
Noctis with Black Cage is slightly different. Similar sort of combat with the whole warping sword thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, is this the same game? Is this like a sequel to Final Fantasy 15? Or like how different will this yeah. be? Like will you have party members? Is it only a single dude? Is it, is it turn-based? Is it time slash turn-based like Final Fantasy VII Remake? Like there's a lot to be answered, but uh, I must admit the trailer didn't really get me excited. Yeah. But hop for a Final Fantasy 16 nonetheless because I love love the series. Yeah. I, I think Sony during the event also, they, they did what Microsoft has been doing for a while now and just like making a complete mess of what exclusivity means. Um, mm. You know, Microsoft has been at the butt <laughs> of the stroke for ages. Um and rightly so, but man, Sony really fucking like made it even worse because it was like, like Final Fantasy 16 got announced, and in big bold letters, it's like mm. PlayStation console exclusive, and this tiny little text at the bottom is like yeah. PC coming as well. And then later on, it turns out that <laughs> oh, it will come to other consoles as well. It's just a year of it exclusivity. You know what I mean? Oh um, I think my camera so just funny. died. No, it never. No, it came back. Came back. Um, it did die for a second. And the same happened with uh, Demon Souls. The the trailer for Demon Souls came out talking about a PC collection, then got taken down because apparently that was incorrect. Ah, uh, it was a mis- mistake. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, so other other things that got announced. Uh, Devil May Cry is getting a special edition that is only coming to. Xbox One and PS5 and not PC with all its ray tracing features, which wow. is very confusing Bizarre. to me. Um, yeah, not sure why that is the case. Uh, like you said, we got confirmation of God of War's uh, PS5 follow-up, which is Ragnarok. We got another look at Resident Boy. Evil Village, which continues to look awesome. Cannot cannot wait for that <laughs> game. That is... The, t- okay, you've played Resident Evil 4, mm. right? That little, so they yes. ended the the trailer with a dude saying like, I don't know what he said, but is that nodding to the guy from Resident Evil 4? Hell like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Hell yeah. It was yes, 100% I'm, the shopkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I mean. great. Um, also got to look at that long leaked, long rumored Harry Potter game called Hogwarts Legacy, which is like a sort mm. of Harry Potter RPG set at Hogwarts, but not with the, mm. you know, the books and stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah. That looks. I think it looks, looks cool. Looks pretty interesting. Uh, I'm curious to see what the actual story and yeah. gameplay look like. But visually, it yeah, looks visually quite it looks pretty. really, really interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, mainly it was just like a whole lot of updates on some existing PlayStation Five properties. I mean, we got looks at new looks at Deathloop. Deathloop looks incredible. Um, it really. It looks yeah. good, and they, they put in more of an emphasis on the yes. story. Yeah, it 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 looks a lot and more like a single player game now because I was worried it was just an asymmetric yeah. multiplayer game. So, but the way the way they framed that story, I mean, if if you guys haven't seen it, go watch a trailer now. It's like four or five minutes mm. long. That that sold. Look, look, the game I always thought looked really good, but that trailer sold me, and that's it's almost like um I, like a puzzle game yes. in a sense. But it's like trying to figure out how to break out of this loop by deciding how to kill targets and where and how and when and i, I don't know how heavily they'll lean into that in the mm. story but it seems like that is quite a crucial i saw thing. someone so, describe it as like a mix see. between dishonored and hitman and i like couldn't agree more it's it's about oh like gosh, timing that seems awesome. like you've got to make sure that all these people die within the single loop and it just looks mm. awesome like I, I can't wait to play that yeah. um that's out like middle of next year and that's also a timed yeah. exclusive on ps5 so Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it well console exclusive. It's out 
on the same day uh, on PC, but not on Xbox. That's the only... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, words words don't uh, mean anything anymore. Language. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was like the bulk of, of Sony's conference. It was really good, I thought. Um, I thought yeah, it was very, very strong, very strong well. showing. Very happy with that. Uh, we also got um, news this week of Facebook... Uh, announced the Oculus Quest 2, which will only be $300 this time. But it seems like reviews are kind of, well, I won't say mixed. There's a lot of positive reviews, but I read a review on Ars Technica, which broke down a few things, which I was like, ooh. Like there's <laughs> there's like less <laughs> tracking tracking dots on the controllers. So they say that the tracking feels a bit less accurate, while other reviews say they didn't notice right. a difference. Um the new strap seems a bit weird. Um, but, you know, ultimately it seems like a, a resolution bump on the screens inside the thing. And that's mostly, you know, what changed. So I think rushing if you've got an Oculus it. Quest, I don't think you're really rushing out to upgrade. Mm. But at the same time, I'm pretty happy that this is down to $300. As long as you're okay with the whole, yeah. you need a Facebook account to log into this thing. So, Yeah. Look with the whole um, VR thing, I'm I'm glad that it hasn't fizzled mm. out. Like there's still ongoing support for it because I do think that there is a space for VR gaming, mm. definitely. Um, and it's a thing of like when PSVR came out and all these other devices, you kind of expect them to exist, but because it's a high level to entry, a high barrier to entry, um, that it won't make it. Mm-hmm. But it seems like Facebook and all these other people are continuing to support. It's just crap that it's cool. Facebook. Like, that's the only problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, look, look, I don't, I don't agree with that. But just the tech itself, I'm glad to see that it yes. gets yeah. consistently evolving. I think for $300, so, well, $300 is a good enough price that I could recommend, like, buying that thing just so you have portable Beat Saber, Beat Saber. and portable yeah. Pistol Whip and then can play Half-Life Alex if you have the PC to support it. Like, mm, yeah, exactly. Half-Life Alex is worth that alone, in my view. It's so God good. Um, mm, we got Splinter Cells many, coming back many. to VR. So, Splinter Cell, that same, that you know the oh. that thing. Um, the Splinter Cell, you, it, I don't understand. So you're gonna play this game. The lights gonna come on. You're gonna lift the visor up and uh, yeah, <laughs> kept you waiting, huh? You know, <laughs> I fuck. I just want a core Splinter Cell. That's all I fucking want. Like, yeah. If the VR game is oh, cool, maybe. you know, I'll be happy. But man, guys, it's been mm. seven years. I'm tired. Come on. Give, Come on, man. Give, give, give me Sam, some food. Sam Fisher, the lovely diverse. Yeah, give me some food. Uh, <laughs> we also got a mini Nintendo Direct this week. Yeah. Which yeah, we did. Had some stuff. It was all third-party third developer I mean, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the headline game, there's a new Monster Hunter coming two to Switch. Two of them, in fact. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, there yeah. are two. There's, uh, there, what's the Monster one Hunter uh, Monster Next? Monster Hunter Rise? Is it? Monsanto Rise, I think it is. Ascend. <laughs> Hold on. I'm opening up an article uh, with all know, the... Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. Correct. Okay. And you, you, I laughed. You know why I remember? It's because <laughs> they had like a, a post, post um, conference, deep dive, mm. whatever. And whoever was talking, the developer or the head, whoever was like, yeah, we called it Rise because we really... The game's all about verticality mm. and like rising. I was like, wow. Mm. <laughs> you guys went really deep on the wow. name there you know it's so on the nose it it does look cool i mean um, you know it's the first uh, monster hunter portable version since world which really changed the formula mm. like open worlds instead of segmented areas um exactly so 
curious to try that out. It starts in March. You also get a rideable dog, which is pretty cool. <laughs> they're also making which is just they're making cool. you amiibo for the game, and one of them one of the amiibo is the little cat thing. The <gasps> yeah. Oh, what is that called? It's like a palico. That's it. Yeah, palico. Yeah. Palico. I don't even know how so I know pa- that. So Palico, <laughs> Palico There was also the look the spinoff, the yeah. Monster Hunter Stories Two, uh, which is apparently a yeah. spinoff of Monster Hunter. So it's like okay, that's cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, one of the uh, look Monster Hunter World. I'm pretty sure it's a game I would lose 100%. my life to. Like it looks like it has th- that good grindiness. Mm. Um, that and I the enjoy. like deep combat but that you'd reason- really dig. I think. Yeah, but the only reason I've never got into Monsanto Build is because I find it very difficult to commit to like a 100 plus mm-hmm. hour long game on my PC or mm-hmm. console. Mm-hmm. Whereas this new Switch game, because it's portable, I can find that extra five minutes to an hour every here and there and those hours do just clock mm-hmm. up and it makes sense to play it on Switch. So I'm hoping it takes a lot of what it learned from, well, from Monsanto World and it translates it into the portable experience yeah. and it, it looks like it's got a lot of shared formula it looks so it, like see. visually it looks pretty good and it just looks like more monster hunter mm. so i think yeah. people have been waiting ages now for like a monster hunter on switch that isn't just because exactly, i think there yeah. was one a while back that was just a port of the 3ds one which you know good mm. but it's still not like give us the next gen monster hunter on switch and hopefully exactly. rise will be that so that's cool um other games announced uh, during the thing. So Ori and the Will of the Wisps is out now on <gasps> Switch. It got announced and launched on the same day, which is cool because the first one was on Switch. So, you know, if you if you never had an Xbox or a PC and you really wanted to play the sequel, now you can, you know what I mean? And that's, that's weird because when Ori and the Blind Forest came to Switch, I... I- can't word for word remember, but there was like no, there's no indication that Will of the Wisps was. Gonna I also come recall to, Microsoft to saying at the well. time, it's like this is the last so, Xbox game on Switch for a while, and it's like exactly. Okay. And then Will of the Wisps was announced. Yeah, like, oh, well, that okay, didn't take too weird. long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm kind of shocked that it came to Switch though, because while I don't think games like that are like graphically draining, like Crisis, mm. for example, or any other game. The jump from um, Will of, from Blind Forest to Will of the Wisps is actually pretty significant. Like the, the animations are a lot smoother and stuff. So I don't know how it translates yeah. to Switch, but apparently the team have spent a lot of time optimizing it for Switch. That's really so, good because I, I remember yeah. it didn't run perfectly on Xbox One X even when it mm. launched. So Yeah, even I played it on PC when it launched and I had some like hiccups mm. here and there. Um, but if you've not played Will of the Wisps, let me tell you, it is well worth playing. That came out this yeah, year as God, well, which is crazy. Wild. It's it's just that's another yeah. one I need to get to. So, oh, it's so good. Um, also announced there was obviously Super Giants um, Hades, which Hades. launched on the same day as well. Uh, Haven't you been? Yeah, playing no, it? a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, cool, man. As well as a survival <laughs> game that's been in death for a while called The Long Dark, also launched on Switch. Um, mm-hmm. Fitness Boxing 2 is coming to Switch on December 4th. Sort of like Wii U Fit Boxing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Then we got some quick cuts on other smaller games like uh, the 3D platformer from the Sonic Maker, uh, Balan Wonderworld, is coming to Switch on uh, March yeah. 26th, along with updates on Disguise 6 and Disguise 5. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Like, that's mostly what was there. And that yeah. is it. Um, mostly it's what other let me just see some other news? news some quick cut news here because we 
we spoken for a long Kenner, time. Bridge of Spirits, delayed. Yeah, Wait. it's not coming out on PS5 at launch. It's coming early 2021, which is fine. That game looks so cool. I am really mm. stoked for that game. Um, Pixar. Ghost game. Runner. Yeah, this like cyberpunk, like Mirror's Edge-esque game. Um, it's that one where it's like a first-person parkour thing, but you've got a samurai sword in a cyberpunk world. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. That's out. <laughs> that's out at the end of October. So that's pretty cool. Uh, very keen to see that. Uh, Fall Guys got an update which nice. remixed some of the levels, like added what they called Big Yeetus, have, which is ridiculous. Have you played that? Oh, just I know I didn't talk about it, but I've been on and off playing Fall Guys for the last mm-hmm. few weeks since it launched. I always play after every stream like half an hour to an hour. Um, that. There was a severe problem with hackers in that game. Yes, like yeah, on PC. Every every second or third game, there was a hacker. And it was very frustrating because you just quit. You're not going to win mm, the game. Mm. Uh, but they part of this update, they released their first version of like an anti-cheat system, whatever, and touch with to date, I've not seen a hacker. That's awesome. Um, That's since. fantastic. Um, but those remix levels, let me tell you, they they really, really refresh the experience because now you've got the same levels, but they've obviously got some different nuances or they've been they've had some alterations, modifiers, whatever you want to call it. And it just keeps you on your toes. That game's always been fun, I found, but it's have even you been, more fun. Have you been yeeted by now. big eaters yet? Big yeeters is a good time. Let me tell you. If you time it right, you can get yeeted to the oh, finish. Oh really? Line. Ooh, <laughs> in the some strategy. Yeah, it's a thing of like if if you fall back, you're not gonna make it. It makes sense to try get hit by the hammer. Yeah, I mean you you're not you're not gonna win by conventional means. So you might as well just risk it all. No, you might as well just yeah. try it. Yeah, that's a good update. And I think season two is like a week yeah, or two away. Soonish. With the whole medieval cool. vibe to it as well. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, and some new levels. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, there there was a report that Microsoft well. There was a report that Bungie apparently tried to get Microsoft to buy them and Microsoft refused because the price is too high. And then Bungie refuted the claim, but refuted it with wording that suggested like parts of the story were incorrect, not necessarily that there weren't talks for an acquisition. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. NVIDIA purchased ARM, which is, I mean, this is getting real into the weeds, <laughs> but ARM is like, is like your phones run an ARM processes and microsoft has tried numerous times to like create windows for arm so that it's not running on intel or amd because like arm for portable devices is just really power efficient really good but it Mm -hmm. runs a whole different way um in comparison to like how amd and intel cpus work like the instruction set is completely different so apps just can't natively work on on arm processors um, but this is a big deal mainly because Apple has said that their next MacBooks are not going to be powered by Intel. They are moving to ARM and making their own processors with ARM technology. And it's really funny because Apple and NVIDIA hate each other. So essentially now Apple's <laughs> MacBooks are running off an, an NVIDIA product, which is very funny to oh me. Um, but NVIDIA paid $40 mil- oh, 40 billion. $40 billion for this company. I mean, that's just some small It's a lot money. of money, but ARM is like, to me, you know, a lot of people see it as the future. Um, Microsoft released a Surface yesterday, uh, last year running on ARM, which wasn't fantastic, but it's like they keep chipping away at it and, and someday it's going to get, you know, it's going to hit. 
Um, Apple, meanwhile, unveiled a new processor called Lake. No, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. But yeah, that's cool. So maybe maybe with this, NVIDIA will, will be able to make like very powerful ARM processors with graphics capabilities that could power the new Switch. Mm. Hey, you know? Something like that with hey, much with much better two, battery four, life. So we'll see. 4K switch yeah. next year. Let's uh, go. NVIDIA boss said <laughs> that ARM will stay neutral and will remain headquartered in Cambridge, where a new AI research center will be built, growing the company's UK employment in the process. So it doesn't seem like they're going to merge the two yet, but it would be dumb not to think that NVIDIA will try and make yeah. some ARM graphics computing chip of some kind. Mm. So yeah, that's news. A little experiment. That's, That's news. news. So now it's very limited question time. Good good thing. Okay, well you if you want to send us questions, question, you can email us checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on social media at checkpointchat on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, which will likely be banned very soon anyway. So whatever. You also Shut. can email and message us at any time. Like you don't need to wait for Maddie to put out questions Anytime. or forget to. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, this week was wild. I just did not Listen, have time. I'm not to put blaming you. I'm just throwing shade because Even I can. Breathe. Just throwing shade. Oh my god. Okay. Cool, dude. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. We only have two questions <gasps> this week, which I'm semi grateful for because we're nearly yeah, two hours. God. We, we can make the the sub two hours here. Okay. We've got two questions from Bester underscore Bash. Question number one. He said, I was late to drive to survive. Can we watch regular Formula One through Netflix's HD cameras? Yo, Question. that'd be so cool because that footage on... So Drive to Survive is like the documentary on Formula One. Um, but the footage mm. they get, because it's like all 4K and HDR, it is like, it makes you wish the live broadcasts were like that because fuck, it looks beautiful. It's... Oh, why aren't they? Like, why don't they incorporate well, some of that? Well, at wonder. least locally, it's not that. I don't know if overseas you get 4K broadcasts and stuff. And um, I know Formula One has their own app where you can subscribe and stream, but it it's not to that visual fidelity yet. So, yeah. yeah. I think I think broadcasting I live and, you know, um, edited, you know, footage after the fact, the two can be very different. I think broadcasting 4K footage is exactly. not easy. So... Yeah, I don't know. I wish. Yeah, actually, when I think about that, imagine, yeah, 4K. I mean, imagine how much data you're trying mm. to push out live exactly. to the whole world. Exactly. Whereas I suppose if you if you're just recording, especially it, you can when do that when the live broadcast the jumps so. between like you know cameras are on the track and cameras on board in the car and stuff like that, it's like, you know, I mm. wish it looked that good, but I don't. Well, maybe not yet. But I mean, this is what 5G is supposed it's, to solve yeah. out. It's going to be like this. High bandwidth network that you can actually do stuff yeah. like that. So. so yeah, it'll be cool. Also, it can give you corona. Just be careful, man. <laughs> don't so. don't spread shit like that yet. <laughs> <laughs> don't, listen don't listen to, to Matthew. <laughs> uh, last question. If you could start an energy drink company, what would you call it? Hmm. Um, I, I envision, I don't know what you would call it, but I envision your energy drink company just having like there's a giant m on the monster just having a giant a <laughs> with with that with that weird like heavy metal type font on it where it's just like edgy that's yours mine would, mine would be <gasps> called sandy be sprint <laughs> yeah sprint. feeling down listen just I, pop I'm a just... sandy sprint <laughs> wow profits are through the roof just based on the <laughs> listen i want to be edgy I'm just going to call mine Edge. 
Because it'll oh, give you get the out itch. of here. <laughs> get out of here. You won't call it hairy knees. You just name electric it knees. No, who who will buy electric knees? I mean, imagine you have no context. You don't know who I am. You don't know what my nickname is, and you walk into the store, and you like, huh? There's this new product next to Monster and Red Bull. It's called Electric Knees. What goes through your head? Or even just hairy knees, like, like hmm. sweaty flavor. Hmm. How, did I, how did they name this? Will my knees buzz? Well, listen, if you have this? too much caffeine, you like, you like bob your knee a lot because you like, you know, you've got so much energy. I do that even without exactly. caffeine. So Electric Knees. So, but I do agree that it's... Electric I mean, Knees. It, it, in a way, it could work like in... In the sense of like, this name is so ridiculous, I have to try it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Shock value. Pure, pure shock value here. I mean, that works for yeah, for it. many products. I mean, I mean, the whole idea, people wanted it's to buy that. Remember that high caffeine chocolate, that fast forward bar? Like, as kids, yeah. like as a kid, I was always like, damn, that chocolate's blue. I kind of want to like try that. You see, so it's so ridiculous. It just works. I actually yeah. remember those. Yeah. And it was, I was Yeah, blue, just fucking blue inside. It made your teeth blue. It's the same with that bubbly that bubble gum. It's like there's goo inside of it. Oh, that's ridiculous. I need to try it. You know? Wow. I must try. <laughs> Turns out Hairy knees. Really Every can has at least um, one hair from Matthew's legs. <laughs> Hairy knees. We'll put hair on mm-hmm. your chest. And in your yeah. mouth. Mm-hmm. And in your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sus. Sus. God. And that's it. Sandy sprints and electric knees <laughs> slash hair knees. Easiest drinks of my life. Sick. And that's all the questions we have. We didn't get anything on email, nothing on TikTok. Nothing, nothing on, on TikTok. That's our highest performer. Nothing What's going on? Damn it. I can't <laughs> believe this. Son of, oh, son but that works bitch. out because that's like, yeah, I'm hoping now that news will be a bit more chilled now that we have like PlayStation prices and Xbox prices. But I know it won't. It's just, you know, wishful thinking. Yeah. But at least we know these fucking prices now. Thank God. It's been too long. So. Yeah. But thank you for sending in questions. As always, you can send them checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com or at checkpointchats on all the social Mm -hmm. media platforms. Um, And sure, that's been episode 117 of Checkpoint Chat. What a ride. Made it. Made it. Oh, you made it. Um, I've forgotten. I remember you mentioning something earlier in this episode that was like, this should be the podcast title and I've already forgotten it. It was. It was something to do with spiders. Dope. Dope rope, dope rope physics. physics. There we go. Dope rope physics. Yeah. Um, I just keep thinking of red molly, yeah, yellow just... molly, but that will make no sense. As the... <laughs> I mean, you can call it that if you're not a man. I would say no. Then you've got to like, you've got to just get a red le- red lorry and put like a Molotov picture yep. on it or something. I'll do it. I'll do it. Watch me. Watch me do it. Ah, oh, gosh. Okay. That's been episode 117. That's it. Hope you all have a dope week. Cool. Thanks for yeah, listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a dope on dope a rope. On a rope we... You know what? Don't don't give those relatives you don't really like soap and a rope this Christmas. Give them dope soap and a rope. What soap and a rope? No. Soap and a rope is like the stereotypical gift you buy people you don't really know that well. It's like soap, literally soap at the end of the rope. You can hang on, on like. The fuck are you shower. talking about? You're such a like, millennial. And this is no, but like. Like, okay, I, even Lenska, she just <laughs> walked in. Like, how have you not? She just I appeared. I don't, I don't, I don't use, like, I don't use soap bar soaps. I use like soap stuff on like a, a squeegee thingy. So I, 
I didn't know that they put bar soaps on a string. That's ridiculous. Uh, I'll I'll WhatsApp you an image right now. You millennial. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you, you soap on a string for Christmas now. <laughs> Ask your parents. Ask your parents. Okay. I always thought socks were the like the go to. Yeah, socks soap on a rope. Soap on a rope. <laughs> You've heard of soap and a rope. Now get ready for dope on a rope. You get your weed. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You could give that to a family member. Be like, you're always stressed out. Here's some dope on a rope. Dope on a rope. <laughs> Hang it in your shower. It's there. <laughs> I'm going to blaze it up. Oh it's my all God. good, man. Okay, that's episode 117. Okay. We went from spider Goodbye. physics to drugs in your shower. So That's cool, man. Cool all story. good. We'll, we'll chat again next week. Bye. Yes, thanks for listening. Goodbye.